They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my brother and Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I hate when all these little things pop off. I don't know where it goes. What is that? I, I don't know, but it's probably important to an arm or something. I'm sure we're going to find out <laughs> in the next hour. <laughs> like, what is that? That it's a, it, it's, Is there it's, something it's, else it's on the stops, machine in front of you? It like, stops the arm from yeah, moving. Well, if it's on the yeah. thing that you're looking at, if there's another one, then you might want to put that back on the thing that you're that you yeah, think I'm it looking. fell off of. I don't I don't I'm looking. Those of I'm you that looking. don't know what Generation X Gaming is, a weekly podcast that goes of a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern here on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. Uh, you can follow us here. You can follow us on Twitter. Well, 30 and still gaming, not Generation X Gaming. We are on Twitter. Generation X Gaming is on Twitter, but we never, ever post anything. Not even when we're live. I just post on 30 and still gaming. You can find all the information uh, at 30 and still gaming dot live. Uh, if you guys don't know, we're following all of E3. We're covering the whole conference or I'm covering the whole conference. Uh, and you can go to the 30 and still gaming website to find information there. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me over on 30 and still gaming on Twitter. And other than that, uh, on today's show, we have tons and tons of stuff. So since last week, we've now seen the Battlefield 2042 release. Uh, we didn't see any gameplay. We'll see that on Sunday. But we did see uh, a, a nice, pretty cinematic trailer, and we got some information of the price and stuff. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Microsoft. I swear to God, Sarge, I'm like Notre Dame over here. Two years ago, I said that Microsoft was going to make a stream stick and put it in televisions. And today, today, well, my friend, all, is that day. First of, first of all, it wasn't you. It was we. We uh, talked about pretty it. pretty sure it was me, but we did we talk about it about after it. that. But all right, I'll, I'll give you credit for it. Okay. This uh, thing is... We, we have uh, information on, let me see, we have uh, Microsoft information, we have EA, EA after the 2042, uh, you know, announcement, they were hackers have still stole a whole bunch of information of data from them, 700 and something gigs worth of stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about E3, our predictions and what we think or what we're hoping that would come out. Uh, we have uh, GameStop news, we have uh, other gaming news, we have Blizzard news or Overwatch news. Uh, we have, uh, we have no man's sky news. It's a leak. It's a leak, but we're going to look at that. We're going to look at a Superman. Some guy took the, uh, impressive, uh, unreal engine five and decided to make something out of with Superman in it. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Facebook poaching people or trying to poach people. Um, we're going to talk about cyberpunk 2077 and we're going to be talking, um, uh, Bill, um, uh, Bob Iger. He dumped his stock. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and then anything else that uh, pops up. And if you guys have $100,000 laying around or $100,001, you too could also buy uh, a chicken nugget. We'll talk about that uh, on the show. So I'm 30 and still gaming. This is Sarge McCluskey. Appreciate you guys tuning in for Generation X Gaming. 
so Sarge, what do you, uh, what, let, let, let's just get right off the bat here. Okay. 2042. Okay. 2042. I watched the trailer. We're big battlefield guys. We, we, we like battlefield. I, I've, I've played every battlefield. We've played every battlefield, even the ones that sucked. Every, even the ones that even sucked. the ones that sucked. Okay. What was your first impression? Pretend you're 12 years old, Sarge, and you didn't know what Battlefield was. You saw the trailer. What was your first impression as a 12-year-old? And then tell me your first impression as the bitter old man that you are about Battlefield. Uh, I'm not bitter. It's <laughs> you know what? You guys can all talk to me when you hit my and still playing video games, and we'll, then we'll talk. All right. All right. So first of all, this is only based on the trailer. Okay. So they had to hit a few points, right? They had to not be woke. Right. No robot arms. Right. 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 They couldn't. They couldn't. Even though it was. Even though it was present day or present future time period, they couldn't be woke. Now I didn't see any females. No, there was. I, I, saw, was, I saw. I saw. I saw some females. There was, there, was, there was a lot of masks. I didn't. I didn't notice them. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. looking that hard. Yeah. Okay. There's. There's females. Uh, I. They made it seem like it was going to be a. Very close combat type of maps because everything shown was close combat. That's what uh, they showed. Well, the container one was close right. combat. They they showed things that gave you the wow factor to instill in you that there might be a chance to do those battlefield moments again. And not only did they show you that, but they rehashed some of the defining moments of battlefield moments by doing the yeah. uh, all-terrain vehicle ATV jumping off a roof and crashing into a helicopter and the and the the of course the viral video of the guy jumping out of a plane yeah. rocketing another plane and then jumping and back then in his getting plane. back yeah. and then getting back into his own plane like hitting on all the nostalgia notes cool factor they showed weather effects the uh evolution type stuff where it was going to be a tornado uh, we don't know anything about the destructibility of the of the maps yet, how much destructibility there is. But as a wow factor trailer, I'm 12 years old. I say, where's where do I pre-order? Right. That's yeah. that's what a 12 year old would do when you see that <laughs> the squirrel suit. Listen, uh, the squirrel suit looks kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be but so. Let's be, it's gonna be so OP. But let's, let's be honest. But let's but let's be practical about it. What the fuck good is the squirrel suit gonna do? It's gonna be so you can you, jump off yes, and uh, get, a and, high place yeah, and, get and, not, the, and, and not and not die. Well, it'll, you'll save and, and, from not and, falling. And glide over. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know what the animation is gonna be if your guy can glide and then land without oh. killing himself. It we used like, to be I, able to used to be able to do that with parachutes. This is just a different parachute, right? I, I get it, but you're a squirrel suit. You're yeah. not stopping yourself from falling. You're just gliding. Yeah. I, I get it. So I get it. The first thing I saw when they showed that rocket launch, right? I was like, I want to get on top of that tower. I want to get on top of that rocket and see if I can stay up there as it launches. Right. You got you got no shot. Right. I that's 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 one of the things I want to do. Anything that blows was, up uh, or whatever. While E coyote. Yeah. Immediately, I yeah. would think about let's get to the top of the rocket of the for rocket. the sniper thing and, and yes. sit up there, and snipe. not kill, no, no, not to kill anybody because I don't want to die. I just want to sit up there and wait for the levolution to happen where the rocket takes off and see what happens to my guy. Does he stay on there or does he just fall through as it goes as it, as it takes off? Right. I mean, you would you would think if you're going to put a giant ass rocket on the map and you know everyone's first instinct is going to be let's get to the top maybe of the they, rocket. Maybe they, maybe they won't let if, you. If if the first thing they do is give you a height limit. 
Right. Come on, bro. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's like that's yeah. gonna be the first thing. Yeah. It's gonna I, be I, a height I, limit. I was like, I better be able to get on that height limit. Right. I want to be up I, there. I can, I, I'm hyped, I'm hyped like ten percent only because I haven't seen Battlefield in so long that I'm interested in seeing a Battlefield. However, however, I need to see gameplay in order to see the laundry list of questions I have about Battlefield. Do you, do you know how many different questions there are for like that game? Like what what it has to do well in order for it to be a good team-based shooter? It's not just because it's Battlefield. Right. So Sunday is the day, right? Sunday is the day that we're going to see gameplay. First, the first gameplay we're going to see. And then July 22nd is the next uh, section we're going to see. Look, I'm I'm excited for, for Battlefield. But what I'm not excited about, okay, they, they've said that there is no campaign mode. Now, just off the off the off that when they said there's no campaign, I'm like, eh, it's okay. I was like, the original Battlefield didn't have campaign modes either, right? Correct. They, they didn't. They didn't have it. Battlefield 1943 or 42. Uh, they but why? But why did they put them in, bro? Because they. What was the original reason to put them in? Well, they wanted more reason to have value to the game, right? So they they put that right. in. Because Call of Duty. Because Call, right. Call of Duty. Duty started putting campaign. Right. They had campaigns, so they wanted right. to compete with them, right? That's right. Uh, Bad Company too. I like the Hogan's Heroes, you know, type of uh, you know. Uh, story it wasn't plot. Hogan's Heroes. Uh, it, Hogan's it was modeled. It, it was modeled after the Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, Kelly's Heroes. Kelly's Heroes. That's is, it. Is is That's what it. it was modeled after. Yeah. I, I like that. Okay. Uh, I like Bad Company 2. I like Battlefield 3. I like Battlefield 4. I liked all of those. Okay. Yeah, Hardline they each, sucked. They each, yeah. They each had something really good about them, and they each innovated a little bit more each time. Right. Except that the back end of it got very buggy and broken. Battlefield even 1. Though in, even though they were innovating. Battlefield 1, the single-player ca- campaign stuff was cool. Battlefield 5, the single-player stuff the was cool. The stories were cool. The okay. stories in Battlefield 1, I thought, was a nice touch. Yeah, 1, and, story one and 5 were good. Okay. They're getting rid of that now. And I wouldn't think anything of it. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. They got rid of it. But then they raised the price $10. Right? So if it was just $60, Whoa. if it was just $60... Okay, I would be like, okay, no campaign, still the same. Okay, cool. Okay, but now they're doubling down on live service, right? Battlefield Five was the first live service, okay, and they kind of abandoned it two years in. They had more plans to do stuff, and they and they scrapped it because it just wasn't a popular game. Okay, so now they're doing a live service in 2042, more than they were doing it in Battlefield Five that they abandoned. Okay. And now they have a new a new recipe, right? I'm I'm assuming the, the the patents that we talked about in the past about them filing stuff about making you uh, able to choose your path on the battle pass will probably be inside there. I don't. Um, there's there's season pass. There's a battle pass, right? There's a free and a, and a, and a paid format. You're paying seventy dollars in the next gen, sixty dollars in the normal gen, and sixty dollars on PC. This is what's in the game that we know. Conquest and breakthrough, uh, breakthrough return. Okay, 128 player on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S. Okay, 64 players on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Seven massive maps, like the massive maps. Okay, meant for the 128 players. That's why I don't. They're close combat. I think there's sections of it might be close combat. They have dyna- dynamic events and storms. Right. So basically, the campaign got deleted because of level evolution. Okay, and then seasons with battle passes, one free and one paid. Okay, 
They have no campaign, new mode coming called Hazard Mode, which is not a BR. They want to make sure it's not a BR. So let's just call it what it is, HZ, okay? Instead of Battle Royale, it's now Hazard Zone. And if it works out, okay, going forward, okay, let's just say Hazard Zone, whatever, whatever this is that we see what it is when they announce it, all of a sudden picks up steam. And everyone's like, oh, man, this Hazard Zone is so awesome. Right. Then another game comes out with a hazard zone and then another game comes out with a hazard zone. And instead of having a BR, you now have an HZ. OK, that's that's basically what they're doing. They're like, it's not a battle royale, but the way they word it is that it's a twist on a popular multiplayer experience. Well, what's a multiplayer, popular multiplayer experience? Uh, BR. OK, so it's their twist on the BR, but it's not called BR, just like Marvel didn't call it raids, even though we haven't seen one in the game yet. OK, they called it a mega level threat. It's not a raid. It's an omega level threat. OK, it means it's still a raid, but whatever. It's just wording. It's just wording. OK, it's it's just verbiage. Sure. So there's a new way to play Battlefield to the detail at EA play. OK, so here's the way they're, they're opening it. You want to play the open beta? You got to pre-order. OK, if you want early access to the game, you get it by buying a certain access of the $100, $120 version of the game. If you want even earlier access to it, you get EA Play Pro. EA Play Pro is just on PC, okay? EA Play Pro is just on, on PC. It's $15 a month, and you get a 12-day, I think, or 10-day, 10, 10 or 12-day early access to it, Okay. Um, if you get the early access, I think the ultimate edition, you get eight days, I believe it's like two days less than what EA pro is. Okay. So this is the marking that I think EA is trying to it's, do. It's a, it's a lot of kerfuffle. Go right. ahead. I think EA, what they're trying to do is right now, everyone's hype, right? They're putting their old games on sale. People are playing those like, oh man, this is fun. They, they introduced the new battlefield game. They're like, oh man, this looks so good. It's modern warfare. And now people are pre-ordering right now. Okay, they're pre-ordering on PlayStation, they're pre-ordering on Xbox, they're pre-ordering on PC, okay? They're getting the, the the quadruple $120 bundle pack that, you know, blows you when you open up the box that's empty. You can just use it as to, to give yourself some hand job with it, yeah, it's, it's okay? A, if, you, if you choose to buy the Battlefield uh, 2042 hard hard case, yeah. it comes with a flashlight. Yeah, yeah, it comes with the flashlight. Yeah, not, yeah, it hasn't been proven yet, but it, it might come with the flashlight, okay? I have it on good account. To... to to stroke stroke that you paid that much mm. right so you get early access here's the thing the game comes out october 22nd but really it comes out on october 10th okay oh i'm sorry october 12th if you get ea play pro and if you get mm. the other version it comes out on october 12th okay or 15th whatever it's eight days ahead okay everyone wants in then Right, not the actual release date of the twenty second. The actual actual release date is the tenth or the twelfth. Okay, so everyone's pre ordering right now, and I still think the rumor is true about Game Pass. Okay, and what I think about this is that Xbox wants to make more money on Game Pass, and if they get a big title like this to put on, like Outriders, like MLB The Show, and they put this on there, a lot of people think that EA wouldn't do it because they would lose money. And I think you're looking at the industry raw when you look at something like this because EA doesn't just make Battlefield games, right? They make FIFA and Madden and all these other sports games and they have their own subscription model service and every single one of their games has a microtransaction in it, okay? Well, EA Play is already on Game Pass, okay? 
And if you look at EA instead of, of, well, they're just selling this one game, you're wrong. They're selling it like they're a grocery store. And when you walk into a grocery store, there's lots of things that you buy. And some things are high price and some things are low price. But they want you to come through the door. Okay. Well, to get into the door of EA Play would be putting it on Game Pass because EA Play is already on Game Pass. So if they, if they do bring Battlefield, it's not confirmed. Okay. It's a rumor. But if they do bring Battlefield onto Game Pass... That is a Pandora's box of, I'm playing Battlefield. What other games of EA is on this thing? Oh, there's a Madden. Oh, there's FIFA. Oh, there's, you know what I mean? Like, it opens up the door to other EA games, which the more you have, the more opportunity that you could potentially buy a microtransaction. And on top of that, they push the $70 price tag on the next-gen console, okay? Which a lot of people will buy it because they want that 10-day early access or 8-day early access, so they're going to buy the game ahead of time anyway because those people are the the in crowd. Those are the people that want to get in on the on the ground floor and they're going to buy the early access and they don't care about Game Pass, right? Because they want to get in that 8-day early, 10-day early, whatever it is, right? They're going to get it. Sure. Of, of course, they're going to get it. Everybody else is like, "Ah, I don't want to play it. I'm not going to spend $70 to buy Battlefield. I don't even know if I like that game." But if it's on Game Pass, but- but it's on Game Pass. But it's on Game Pass. I can try I don't it. Have to, I don't have to pay the $70. Right. right. And they already said that they're going to have battle passes per premium and free. Well, as you're playing the game, you're in the game even longer. You see other people have cool guns or have cool skins and have cool stuff. And you're like, oh, you know what? I didn't pay anything for this. I'm going to buy the battle pass. I'm going to buy the microtransaction. I'm going to get this. And now you're inside their, their, their thing. You like that game. You go to another game. You're inside the market. Right. That's I what think, I believe I is going to happen. I think it's a it's a pretty good guess that that especially since I, the seventy dollar price point on the new gen systems, while everybody else is paying sixty, seems a little shady. But at the same time, you know it's a marketing ploy because if you don't want to pay the seventy dollars, then maybe you'll just get Game right. Pass for the month to try it out. Right. Right. Oh, if it goes on Game Pass, it just seems like a natural push. Right. <clears throat> it's a top end game. You know everybody wants to play it. You charge more for it, and then they go, I don't want to pay $7 for it. Oh, but I can try it out on Game Pass. And there's the nudge. And there's the nudge. And maybe they can they can withhold those people and hang on to them for maybe a couple months. Maybe they hang on to them for the three-month subscription. You know, Game Pass for three months for a dollar, that kind of thing. <clears throat> you know, it, it's all it's all done oh. to push people towards Game Pass. It's it's a practical choice. Hold, hold on one second. I got a I got a thing I can show you guys. Hold on, I gotta find the, the the right one here. Let me the right I mean I don't okay I don't here on the screen right now I have the battlefield lifetime sales. Lifetime sales. Okay. Lifetime sales, first game 2.4, 1.3, 2.2, 1.6, 2.5. And, and those are all good numbers, by the way. Right. Those These are were great numbers, numbers back then. Back then, right? Uh, 2010, 6.5. 2011, Battlefield Bad Company 2 was 6.5. Uh, Battlefield 3, 17 million. 2013, 14 million. Then it goes down to uh, 4 million. Battlefield 1, 25 million players. Okay. It's in parentheses. All the other ones before that were purchases because that's what they used to do. They used to give you actual sales numbers. In Battlefield 1's case, it's players okay 25 million players and then battlefield 5 had 7.3 okay if they come onto game pass okay or the people that are already with ea and this is what i uh, t- technically going to go into what you're saying Weezy, right 
let me read what Weezy's saying before I continue my point. He says, yeah, but I think the problem, 30, is directly cuts into EA Play Pro, i.e. $15 version of GPU becomes a better value than EA Play Pro and Gold Ultimate Battlefront, right? Listen to me. If it does come to battle Game Pass, they've never had more, on average, through the whole lifetime, they've sold 57 million copies or players or whatever you want to call it to play the game. There's 23 million right now. Technically, I heard a story of 28 million, okay? But let's just say there's 25 million subscribers right now to Game Pass. That's half of their total player base that's ever played the game that potentially could now be just on Game Pass. If, of course, not everyone's going to play on, on Game Pass, right? But the potential of eyeballs going in, and we'll go into even further with Game Pass later in the show because of what they're doing with the television sets and the, and the, and the streaming sticks and stuff like that, okay? When you can get this many people to potentially buy your game, what would you rather have? Would you rather have 7 million people across all platforms, okay? And then out of that percentage, a small percent will buy microtransactions, 10% of the, of the 7 million. Or would you rather have a potential of 30 million people on one platform, not PC and PS5, okay, that's just on Xbox, have 25 million people that could potentially give you $1? Do you, do you see where I'm going with this? this? This is a complete win for EA. And people that think that this is not a win for EA and they would be losing out is absurd. Because that's like, say, I'll take 3% of 100 instead of taking... Or you would rather take, I'm sorry, let me do a better example. I'd rather get 1% of this instead of getting, you know, 15% of this number, okay? They're going to go with the higher margin of low, less, less, um, less strategy for them and more payout, right? Let's put it on Game Pass. It's a, if it doesn't work out, they take it off Game Pass and they, and they do something think... else with it, right? I think I think I, Game Pass is probably on the shelf, and depending on what the pre-order numbers are, dictate whether or not it goes on Game Pass, just like Outriders did. Right? Pre-order numbers were, were weren't as expected; they put it on Game Pass. If pre-order numbers are really good, then they don't put it on Game Pass. Right? It's that simple. They don't have to. It's not like one of these things where like you're missing out on some days or weeks. They can just do whatever they feel like doing at the week that it happens. What are the pre-order numbers this week? Well, right. they're pretty high. I'm like, don't we don't need we don't need Game Pass, Reese? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, Reese. They're gonna they're you're gonna be able to pay for an Xbox, right? Just like people Outriders came out and people were like, oh no, it's on Game Pass. I'm still gonna buy it because I want to support the company, right? There's still people that don't hate EA. Right? There's still people, there's a, there's a sucker born every minute, okay? There's still people that are like, oh, EA makes some great games, I'm going to give them my money, okay? Because they're not trying to do anything, and it, and they're not going to try to screw me over, okay? And there are people like that, and I, I'm okay with that. What I'm saying is there's people that are going to pay the $70 at launch, and then there's also more people that will try the game out and also pay a microtransaction. And Microsoft gets gets 30% of all sales, and they'd rather take 70%, if EA is smart, I'd rather take 70%, okay, of 25 million than 100% of 7 million. You see what I'm saying? 7 million across all the platforms or 25 million just on theirs and they can get 70% of that. That's a no-brainer to me. But Weezy, I, I, the EA Play Pro, I mean, if you're an EA Play Pro person, you're going to get EA Play Pro. Exactly. It's not like it's not like one of these things where like there's some new people out there that don't hate EA and don't have EA Play Pro. If you're that 
kind of you you know you're going to get EA Play Pro. That's you're going to get it, or you already have it, right? We're we're talking about EA the Play fact Pro that Pro is only on PC. Xbox, right? Xbox is saying, yeah, right. Xbox is saying that if we put if we try to put Battlefield on Game Pass. I guarantee we can capture more people to buy microtransactions in a game for a limited, even if they're only on there for a few months, and then they stop playing Game Pass. If you're, but they still right, but they if, still get it. If you're playing on EA Play Pro, you're on PC. You're like, I, I like EA Play Pro for 15 bucks. If you're a person that's just gonna play that game for a couple of months, up to the amount that you're gonna spend the game, like if it's a 60 dollar game on PC, you have four months to play it to get your money's worth on EA Play Pro. If you're, that's the only game you're playing, okay. These streaming service games, if you're only playing one game on a streaming service, just buy the game. Because if you just play Battlefield on EA Play Pro and that's the only game you play, you're paying four times the amount for the year. That's retarded. Okay? That's retarded. You would rather pay $120 for the year to play one game on an EA Play Pro instead of just going out and buying $70 or $60 game on PC. You see what I'm saying? They don't care if you buy it for $60 on PC or they want you for that $15 a month because they want you to pay $15 a month for the rest of your life. That's what they want, plus the Battle Pass, plus all the other stuff that's on top of it, okay? That's why they want you on their streaming service. I mean, I, I'll wait till it gets closer. I I think we need to, you're, they're going to have to see what the pre-order numbers are after Sunday when you see gameplay and whether or not the streamers and the influencers actually see what that game actually is, we'll start the snowball. We'll see what happens. Look, but it, it's to me, it's to me, it's a no. To in order, Spencer said he wanted one game a season to be a top end game that they would bring the game pass. Per not quarter. every game yeah, goes to game pass. Four four one, major one, games one, per season, right? For right. per year, and sorry, so per year. This one, this one to me would seem like a no brainer in order to get the largest population possible to fill out these 128-player servers. You, you want the greatest number possible. You want a good population base to start. Now, whether or not the game can sustain those numbers for a long period of time, we don't know yet. But you want to start with the largest pool possible. So... I'm going to go with pre-order numbers are directly tied to whether or not it's Game Pass or not, right? Right. Now, they're not talking about cross-play or anything like that kind of nonsense, but I, I find it strange. I find it strange that the the new gen or the current gen, whichever way you want to look at it, is $10 more than the old gen, and there's no differences. Right. Besides the 128 players, right? They give you the extra 64 players. To, to, on I mean, the, is, is is the old system not 128? No, it's is only, that, 60, is it's only that, 64. That, it does say 64? Yes, it's only okay. 64 players, 32 okay. versus 32. And then they also have a mode where you can play up against AI, all just AI, you versus all AI. Um, so I think a lot of people are all will start doing, uh, they'll start doing stuff inside that realm of uh, YouTube videos and stuff like that. Look, we'll see, right? Again, we're going off a hunch if it's on Game Pass, but I believe it's a smart move on Game Pass. You're saying why would they give a small percentage to to their to them? Because 7.3 million bought the last Battlefield 5 game across PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Three consoles, three three consoles, 7.4 million. Let's just say we split that evenly across the board, right? Let's just say 2.5 across the board. 2.5 million across the board of each system. Okay, great. Xbox gets 2.5 million. Well, right now, Xbox could get 
10 times that amount. The people on Xbox could be 10 times more amount. So they can get $70 for 2.5 million, or they can get the upfront money from Microsoft, then put it on, which they already have a deal with Microsoft because of EA Play is already on Game Pass, okay? And on top of that, they now have 25 million people that could instantaneously play their game. That's it. I mean, we'll see. I, I, I like I like to throw hand grenades, and no pun intended, but pun intended. I think I think it's going to be tied to pre-order numbers. We'll, we'll see. Oh, you, you right. got, we, got, we got like a hundred. We got like a hundred days, one hundred and twenty-five days, or thirty days, yeah. whatever it is. Well, no, we, we got plenty of time. They to would probably it announce the. They would probably announce it right now on on this this Sunday at EA's uh, at at Xbox's conference that if they're they're teaming up with them. Yeah, but if you're if if that were the case, theory, then all the big multiplayer games would go on Game Pass day one because the numbers are no. big. No, that's not no. true at all. No, just just one. They got to pick one ever one a quarter. They're gonna pick one game a quarter to 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 instill people wanting to get Game Pass. And Battlefield you're, would be a good choice. You're looking at the numbers wrong, Weezy. Let me let me show you what Call of Duty gets every year. Okay, let me let me show you what sales numbers for Call of Duty were compared to Battlefield. Okay. Call of Duty is in the tens to to twenties to thirty million per per game, okay, per game. Yeah, lifetime sales for Battlefield, okay. Battlefield's fifty seven million copies. Call of Duty's four hundred million. They're on a different playing field. You can't compare Call of Duty to Battlefield. Besides that, they're both first person shooter games. Okay, as far as sales numbers go, it's a completely different beast. It's a completely different beast. Call of Duty doesn't need to do that because they know people will play. But look at Call of Duty, what they've done. They've made their game completely free. Why? Because they're filled with microtransactions across the board, right? They made a BR, and it's got microtransactions and battle passes, and they sell you dollar reticles before that, before even the Warzone ended up, right? And there's, I think, Rambo's in there now. Rambo or... Terminator or the 80s action heroes or whatever skins that they have out now. Right. There's always something there's always something going on. Look, EA doesn't care if you get the EA Pro or if you go to EA Game Pass. They don't care. Either way, you're still going to be inside their inside their house and they're going to make a sale on you regardless. That's the way it is. What's going on, Wolverine? <clears throat> I appreciate the raid. Appreciate that. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, either way, if it doesn't go to Game Pass, it's a $70 game on the next-gen consoles, okay? Is it worth $70 with no campaign and seven maps and with a live service with battle passes? I don't no, know. I think, I, think, I think the argument in past in past battlefields is seven maps is kind of low, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, I don't know that seven for maps, fact. Let me see. Seven maps, seven maps is kind of low. Let's, let's, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure we had a shit ton of maps. Seven maps Battlefield is kind of low. Battlefield 1, see. We'll let's see. see, starting maps. Well, I want to I want to know if if this is true, right? I want to know how many maps they started with in Battlefield starting maps. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, eight. Is there more? Let me see. I think we had eight. Two, four, six, eight, ten. They had ten ten maps in Battlefield one. Okay, one of them actually came in December, so not right at launch. So they had nine at at at, at launch. Let me see. Uh, Battlefield five. I'm just saying. To, I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm just saying. Well, no, I want to. I want to know. To start out. To start out, it's a little low. That's all I'm they saying. They had ten. They had ten uh, for Battlefield Five. Uh, Battlefield Four starting maps. 
two, but then again, four, that, that, six, that just paves eight. the way. That just paves the way for battle passes and uh, oh, the, the thing that I'm, I'm most curious. Well, the thing I'm most curious about is the issue that Battlefield always had, and arguments always started was when they had a DLC or a battle pass, you started to splinter the community. You started splintering the population because maybe the people that were playing don't like the maps that those that that DLC had or that battle pass had, and so they don't bother getting it, and so you start fragmenting. The right. Population. Well, that's why they went for the live so service. Right. So I'm curious to see how that will work now, whereas you'll just be in the rotation of next map coming up. And I guess if you have that part of the game or not, then those maps are in your rotation, just not in everyone's rotation. Something like that. I, I, well, we're going to see. Right. Right. <clears throat> I agree with you, Wheezy, about the 10 day trial. Right. Because that's what they usually do. They give you like a 10 day trial, like squadrons gave you, I, I think, a seven day trial or, or whatever it is. But the landscape's changing. The landscape's changing with with uh, the amount of people that are getting subscription services and stuff. So we might we might see. I mean, look, who thought that EA was going to come out with a free to play game like Apex, right? Exactly, Jonathan, right? Like Apex Legends, right? Like if you talked a, a while before, they'd be like, "Oh, we're giving you this." We're like, "Nah, it's not going to happen." But it does until it does, right? So. We didn't think MLB show was coming, and here it is, right? A Sony company, Sony-made game, coming to Xbox? That's never going to happen. Voila, I'm playing MLB on my on my thing, and I'm playing Game Pass, and I paid zero for it, right? Because I'm, game, I'm playing on Game Pass, right? Then there's other games that Outriders, PlayStation paid full price. PC played, played full price. I didn't pay anything on Game Pass. Third-party game. It's on Game Pass. Never going to happen. I, I remember everyone saying, never going to happen, right? And there it is. MLB is a different story, though. And you know it. No, you're, you're looking at it as a specific thing. It's different because they the MLB wanted to make more money. What I'm saying is times are changing. And MLB even saw it and said, hey, you know what? We want more people to play our game. And they put it on Game Pass. You know why? Because there's 25 million fucking people that could play the game instead of, instead of paying 60 bucks right off the bat. Facts. That's it. They want to make money. There's more people on, on Xbox that have Game Pass than people that would pay $60 for MLB The Show. Right? There's more people that played Outriders, fact, okay, because of Game Pass than there was that people that just bought it if they went out and bought it. They don't tell you sales numbers. Right? Microtransactions are in Battlefield 2042. And, that's, and that is what's fact. And they want more people that potentially could get more microtransactions on that. If it's if it does come out, if not, it doesn't matter. They pay seventy dollars. You're going to be playing the game, and they're going to get shipped with microtransactions on top of it. So let's talk about Microsoft, okay? So Microsoft, actually, let's talk about EA hackers uh, steal some data, okay? Which is actually going to could affect could affect the uh, the game. Because they could have the code, and then people could start cheating and breaking and things and, and, and doing stuff. Hackers steals uh, wealth of data from game giant EA. Okay, Hackers have broken into gaming giant Electric Arts, the publisher Battlefield FIFA, and The Sims stole a wealth of game source code and related internal tools motherboard was learned. Now, quote, you have a full capacity of exploiting on all EA servers the hackers claimed in various posts, underground hacking forms viewed by motherboard. A source with the access forms, some which are locked in public view, provided a motherboard with screenshots of the message. In those forms, posts, the hackers said that they have taken the source code for FIFA 21, as well as the code for matchmaking server, and the hackers 
Hackers also said they have obtained the source code tools for Frostbite Engine, which powers a number of EA games, including Battlefield. Other stolen information includes uh, proprietary EA frameworks and software development kits, SDKs, bundles of the code, and it can also make the game development more streamlined. In all, the hackers have had 780 gigabytes of data and are advertising it for sale in various underground hacking forums posts viewed by Motherboard. So EA confirmed that the motherboard has suffered the data breach and that the information listed by the hackers was the data that was stolen. Quote, we're, investi we're investigating the recent incidents uh, into the network where they limited the amount of game source code and related tools were stolen. And the EA spokesperson told the motherboard in statement, no player data was accessed and we have no reason to believe that there's any risk for players' privacy following the incident. We heard that before. Remember when E3 said uh, yeah, no, no person's personal information was saying... It's, it's happening again, right? People signing up for E3 this year, also getting their information out. Great portal there, E3. Okay, so what do you make of this, Sarge, as the code? This is the second major company now. CD Projekt Red had their code stolen from them, okay? Sold well, in the black market. It. Yeah, they, they, EA talked about it, though. Now, I'm sure it was to diffuse the, the situation, but they said that the code that was stolen wasn't anything substantial that they said would influence a negative towards the game is what they said so i don't know what the details are in that but they I have know the that source if, code I, for the game I, engine I, I know i know that if i had my stuff stolen that i don't i wouldn't talk about it i would just stay quiet and diffuse whatever kind of uh topic would come up but we'll see right we'll, we'll see what happens i mean it's it's never good when your source code goes out publicly. I I'm I mean, I, I at least at the very least the hackers get to understand the game better, you know. So they <laughs> right. can they, they, so they, they can, can so they can so make they can something out, to sell you so something can, later. Right, right, right. So they can come out with a new aim bot. That seems practical, doesn't it? It's like right before the game comes out, they steal the source code. That way, they can make all the the PC uh, mods right. Right. to sell to people in the black market. Right. I mean, it, it stands to reason. It's not like it's a surprise. I mean, what about if these guys just stole the code so they can uh, sell you a an AI bot that plays the game for you? I mean, there's right. already patents. Right. There's already patents for that stuff for by Sony and, e, and EA. So I don't see yeah, any that, problems. That's correct. That's correct, Delete. Why? Why would not? Why? Why? Why is it nothing will happen? Right? They they, they say that something was stolen, but don't worry about it. I think that's the best excuse well, I think, you could possibly I think, have. I think the reason they know about it is someone on the motherboard forums was like, "Hey, I stole the code or whatever," and they're like, "Is this true?" And then they reached out to EA saying, "Hey, did your source code get stolen?" They're like, "Uh, what do we do? What do we say?" They're like, "Yeah, I mean, they, if they know it's there, they have they have to know. How would they know?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, someone stole, but no one's privacy has been taken. Uh, we're 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 sure of it. Don't worry about our source code. Your privacy." Uh, has yeah, not been strange, corrupted, it's right? It's strange. It's the first thing they talked about. Like they asked about the source code, and the first thing they response in the article was is that don't worry, everyone's personal, yeah, private, personal, personal privacy. information is good. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's that's a good deflection, I guess. But here come the mods, right? Like here, here come here come the aim bat mods or the see through the I, wall mods coming fresh day one. Well, I, Battlefield twenty one forty two aim bots of plenty. That's that's gonna be what that's gonna be fucking hilarious. It'll be like a guy shooting in in midair. He'll be in a squirrel suit with guns shooting out of his, out of him as he's always staying up in the air or something. I, I would I would I would like to see if you could actually shoot the gun while flying in a squirrel suit. That'd be interesting. I, I don't that wouldn't make sense. But then it gets a video game, who cares, right? I don't I don't know. He, you right. need both arms out to to float. 
if you if you do this, you're falling like a rock. But I'm, I, I'm just well, saying. See, I'm just but, saying. But just but just the video itself. I, I don't want to go back to Battlefield, but the <laughs> video itself made me laugh with the robot dogs. I figured if you have a whole squad of guys with robot dogs, it would seem like a little OP, wouldn't it? Like if your whole squad had robot dogs, it it, it would be you know? OP. It, see, it definitely would it, be. It OP. would seem kind of fun. It would see. It would be fun though. I think well, we're I gonna mean, see. Well, once again, I I need to see the game. I can't go I don't know, video. Sarge. I think you're jumping okay. ahead. Why would it be OP if everyone on the team, it wouldn't be like a Metro situation where grenades galore or Battlefield I mean, Bad Company 2 where you kill the guy next to you, you take his pack, you drop bombs on top of him, you pick up your pack, you drop bombs on top of people, you do this, and you drop bombs on top of people. Like, nothing like that's ever happened before. No. Yeah, no. no. Never never imagine, happened like that. Imagine, imagine a, a close combat area building that's similar to Metro or the Fortress that they had in past Battlefield games, but everyone happens to have robots. So... I can't see how that would go wrong. The right? rock, would, the, the rocket launcher, fun. the rocket launcher fun. they show, it would be fun. The rocket launcher they show, okay, in the in the uh, in the trailer, is the rocket launcher that was so OP that in battle in Battlefield Bad Company, when you shot somebody, it doesn't matter where they were, behind cover or not, they were dead, right? They were dead. It was the well, Galahorn before it's Galahorn's time, okay? Yeah, it was it was still it was still fun though. No, I know I that, think that, but they 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 put it in the trailer, meaning it's coming back into the game. I mean, it looks it looked similar. It looks similar to that rocket launcher. Listen, you it, they have to stop trying to put leashes on things. Let, let's continue on. We're going we're going we're falling backwards towards battlefield again. Go 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 forward. <laughs> go forward. Well, it all go comes forward. it all comes together, right? It all come it all go, comes go together. All right, we'll say this. Uh, we'll say day one, right? Day one, maybe week one. The aim bots for PC will be a for sale in the black market. It'll be fine. Right. Don't worry about it. Hold on. I'm trying to find the next story because I, 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 I closed Don't worry about I it. I closed it. It's, it's got to do with Microsoft. It, it closed and now I can't find it. Give me one second. I mean, Krebsy, like the tornado, like, okay, so the tornado is kind of cool. It blocks movement. You can't get around it. And then if you get caught in it, you get thrown in the air. And then I guess you can survive if you have a squirrel. So, like, the practicality of the levolution sounds cool but what is the practical application for being in the game i mean everything looks cool initially but how does it fit into the game that makes it interesting like remember how long we had to wait for a sniper to go prone like how dumb was it that you right, in the older the battlefield time, games yes like you would have you would have like a ghillie suit but then you couldn't go prone it's like well look at the bush standing up over there in the corner like yeah, what? yeah. i'm hiding <laughs> like it didn't make, it, you don't see it me make, it, right it didn't make sense and then people were like well you can't have a ghillie suit and go prone yeah that would be OP. op yeah it would be and op I'm like, what are we talking about like why have a ghillie suit like what why even have it if you can't go prone like th these are the these are the questions that you had Right. <laughs> right. It just it's it's humorous. Like you can't put everything a hundred percent like real. It has a video game. Right. No, right? you're not no one's gonna no one's gonna strap on C four, drive an ATV off a cliff and crash your helicopter and blow it up. Like, but it's cool in the video game. Dude, I better be able to put C four on an ATV and just chuck it at somebody. I, I, I I'll be honest with you, I think that has to come back. It a form to. of explosive yeah. a form of explosives <laughs> on an ATV or a small vehicle that you could blow something. It has to be. Remember you would put that shit on there? You would stay at the base, everyone would come over, everyone would just throw the packs on, one guy would just drive it in the distance, and then you'd hear <laughs> and then he'd just drive he'd drive back and someone else would just throw more <laughs> Someone throw the, the ammo pack on the ground, you would reload, throw all your stuff on the ATV, the ATV would just chuck it. Just, it 
Come on, that right. was good it times, it, man. It, yes. Good times. Yes, it made it fun. It wasn't because it was like an esports event. It was just, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. But the, but the part I, we're, we're going to segue again. <laughs> Go forward, please. Right. Go forward. We'll talk Xbox, about that later. Xbox, talking about Game Pass, right? Talking about Game Pass. We talked about this on GXG a long time ago. Okay. Oh, Hank, you did it to me. C4 on the Robo Dog. Yes. That's what I, that's some innovation that I want to hear. That's some, that's some thinking forward there. All right, so Xbox Game Pass is coming to TVs and streaming sticks, okay? Xbox Phil Spencer shares details on future plans to reach new audience for Xbox and Game Pass, including devices that bypass needing a console at all. Man, did, I think they, I think Phil, Phil, are you listening to Generation X Gaming? Because we talked about this way before. I'm telling you, we're... I think he I think he listened. Big fan. Phil Spencer. Shout out to you. All right. Microsoft E3 presentation is a is a few days away still. And the company has already begun sharing some major plans for the future of Xbox One or Xbox. On the gaming front, they stated that they will be aiming to release a new first party title on Game Pass every quarter. And Xbox head Phil Spencer has explained how the company will expand the Xbox ecosystem and attempt to reach an ever wilder audience. Microsoft pre-E3 briefing hasn't even been made available to the public yet, but IGN has reported on Spencer's comments about Xbox future which includes a way to provide access to Xbox games and even Game Pass service without even needing a console or PC. For starters, Microsoft is already in talks with TV manufacturers to build TVs that already have Xbox experience built into them. Cha-ching. Uh, obviously, such a TV would also still require a compatible uh, Xbox controller to play the games, and since you would be no doubt you would need to be uh, done via the cloud streaming, the TV would need to be able to connect to internet. Aside from that, Microsoft is also making a streaming device that could be connected to your TV or monitor that provides access to games. Both of these methods completely bypass the need for a console, which would be a great way to save money, but it also, right, save money, because the more you save, Sarge, the more you spend, right? Because now you have all that $400 that you didn't buy a console with, you could buy microtransactions and monthly fees on Game Pass. It works perfectly, okay? would ultimately depend on how much the TV's streaming device ends up costing. Now, unlikely appealing the physical game per, uh, purchase uh, who much prefer on-hand copies of their games. However, it's only further proof on how the industry is trying to move away from selling physical games and encouraging people to embrace uh, the digital-only future of Microsoft has already commented that uh, to cloud gaming. The IGN report also mentions that the cloud gaming will be added to the consoles and the Xbox app on PC later this year. And Xbox cloud gaming in the browser is on the cards for Ultimate Game Pass members, but it doesn't have the, the exact date. So what do you think, Sarge? I don't, first of all, I don't, I don't like the fact that uh, the, the mentality of, of all gaming now is they don't want you to own anything. No. Like, I'm not going to own the no. system. I'm no. not going to own the game. But you I'm own that television set. <laughs> right. I own the TV, but I, but, you know, I, I'm constantly paying a monthly fee for either the gaming, the games themselves, or the online service, but nothing's mine. Like, I don't like that idea at all, but that's the direction we're headed. You know, and what what makes me laugh is the fact that we talked about we talked about the stick being part of the TV like two years yeah, ago. Was, I'll have to find it. I'll right? have to find it. Go back and like, find it and talk we, about it. We talked about the fact that we know that the gaming systems were going to just be in it, the. It TV was definitely sometime in 2019. Pay. We we talked about it. Yeah, it was definitely in 2019. I I, I see the writing on the wall, 
and it's moving very quickly. It's it's exponentially this is not, faster. This is, yeah, this is not going to take years. This is no. might, this might take eighteen months, maybe maybe two years. I, it's like I, I, the next the next run. Like when this when this next when the chip shortage is over, and things start to build up production again, like when. Because we're right now we're in like a little funny spot where the, the the demand is way outstripping supply. So when we get back into like a normal economic pattern where the supply can keep up with demand, and they actually have it inside the TVs, it's it's pretty much going to be game over. There's not going to be any. You have the race race to get out and get right. your console. It's going to be the, the Down, next TV you buy. The app. Right, your TV will have it, or you just have the stick. Right, or you buy right? a stick. So before, right, because before the old the, old TVs won't have the app. Right, so right, the old TVs won't have it. You yeah. have to get the stick, yeah. and then after that, the TV will just have it. Right, eighteen months, two years. Right, right. I, I, I once again, I just, I don't, I don't like the idea of owning nothing. What, what's, what's the price point? What do you think the price point would be for the stick? For the stick, yeah. Right? Well, obviously, there's no price for the for the app on the TV. It comes with the TV. Well, you would well, have to pay you, just for the service. Right. If you buy the stick, it wouldn't be a price. It would just be a monthly thing. You get well, the no, stick. Well, no, you have to buy the stick. You got to buy the no. stick. No. No. Oh, see, no. See, I think you, the stick. You, you, would, you would get the stick, and once you signed up, it would just be the monthly fee tacked on. That's it. $99. It would be a no-brainer. It would be a no-brainer. No $99 gets you a stick and a controller, right? Gets you a stick and controller, right? Because the, the controller is like 60 bucks. okay? So that means the actual stick would be like $39. Thirty nine ninety nine just for the stick, and then fi and if or you can buy the fifty nine dollar one, which comes with three months of Game Pass. Okay, something like that. Something, right? You know what I mean? Something like that. With, with the controller, it just it just seems a it's in my head though it's a little dystopian, but I, I, this is the way we're going. There's well, no way around. Here, it. Here's what I was talking about earlier. But, right? I'm just trying to figure out how does it how does it practically work though? Because in essence, it's basically Stadia. Right. In yeah, no, essence, it it's yeah. in, in essence, it is Stadia, even though no one cares. It gives a shit about Stadia. But we're we're exactly 18 months or two years away from Stadia being normal. Like well, that's well, Stadia, normal. Stadia and xCloud. When I, I played xCloud two years ago, I played it on the, on the tablet and I played it on the on the iPhone. Right. And I played Destiny on both the things and I played Gears of War on both the things. And uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Now, as far as. Where does this go? Like Xbox, Microsoft, let's just say there, there's a term, right? If something increased over 10 years, let's say 10%, but then it increases now 10% over one year. I forget what there's, there's a, there's a term for it and I forget what it is. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a stock market term. I, I, I can't, I can't dust off my economic stuff but, right now. But basically let's say exponentially did this over 10 years, right? It grew 10% in 10 years and then all of a sudden the next weeks or months it goes up 10 percent that it took 10 years for that it's exponentially going faster and faster with technology the way it is right a couple years ago everyone's like there's no way we'd have a cloud service it'd just be too low late there wouldn't be it wouldn't be low latency enough right yeah it's not exponential growth there's an actual physical term for krebsy i forget what it is i'll i'll, I'll have to look it up and, and remember my brain is hemorrhaging from talking too much today uh so microsoft let's say three years from now right what's the landscape or five years from now where every lg tv or samsung tv now has game pass on it okay and then any you just, you just have to activate it right it comes automatically on there and it's there it's it's there okay you pay the monthly fee voila okay or 
every television has the stick on the back of it. Every monitor, every every everything. We're talking hundreds and millions and billions of devices that this is here, right? So now you're a game developer and you're like, who who are you gonna go with? Right? Are you gonna go with PlayStation that has 200 million copies of their PlayStation that they've sold, right? They have the best-selling consoles ever. They have two, 200 millions, 100 more million that they've sold now for PlayStation 4s, right? They've sold like 120 million. So let's just double that. Let's just say it's 220 million PlayStations. Or are you going to make for Xbox that has a billion devices that anyone can play with? Well, we're, listen... We'll, let's all talk anyway. We'll it's see. Not, it's not even the same and, and ballpark. By the, and, and, and by the way, it won't be it won't be long. We're not going to be looking at this five years ago or five years from now. This is going to be a conversation that we have eighteen months from now or two years from now. That's going to be it. Right. Someone will complain the carbon footprint is uh, you know Microsoft is killing the, the the earth because they have too many servers going for for Xbox Game Pass. <clears throat> Microsoft is losing money. Microsoft is behind technology at this point. To who? Let's look at the technology in the gaming aspect. Let's let's look at the gaming aspect. There's Stadia, there's XCloud, and there's Luna. That's that's the leader of the market right now, right? That's the leader of the market right now. PlayStation doesn't even have a service yet that's comparable to what the, the cloud service is, okay? And when they do, they're using the Azura because they already signed a contract with Microsoft two years ago, right? I don't know what... what what your conversation you're talking about, like what technology you're talking about as far as like if Microsoft doesn't own satellites or something in space or, or, or something. But as far as the gaming technology goes, someone just showed me the shadow, the shadow uh, interactive, whatever it is on the on the uh, where you rent a PC and the low latency. There's like no latency whatsoever. Right. It's 30 bucks a month. Like if I don't want to use my computer, I can pay someone 30 dollars a month to stream the, the gameplay to my, my computer, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Viking, as far as, like, if you, if you have some sort of other company that you know about, let me know. I, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be an interesting 18 months because the, the, the posturing and positioning of trying to be the, I guess, the number one app or the number one service to be on your personal device, right? That's kind of like how it will go. <clears throat> yeah, are, are, a while ago he said, yeah, Google and Amazon are his competition, right? Yeah, well, we're going to see. We'll see. Yeah, it's, well, how would they lose money, Viking, on the on the thumbstick? Mm -hmm. Let's just say it's a Chromecast. What The cost of a, of a console is, let's say, $450. Let's say they make 50 bucks per per console. I'm, I'm giving them a lot more money than they, they actually make. Let's just say it's 50 bucks per console. They sell a $500 console. They make 50 bucks off that console. They sell 2 million copies. Do you think it's going to cost them $450 per unit for a thumb drive to attach to the server that streams the, the system with no moving parts in it? There's no moving parts. There's literally no moving parts. Oh, that's, that's a different conversation. Completely Viking. I, I'll agree with you there. If you if you don't if you think that we have uh, hack problems now, wait till gaming is in your television only, and you don't have and you don't own anything. Right. Well, <laughs> the, the hacking, the hacking. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> it's basically going to be is everybody has an alias, and everybody's using VPN. <laughs> that's the right. That's the only way gaming can work in two years is that everyone's an alias, 
and everyone's got a VPN. That's that's right. the only exactly. way it will work. Which the it's VPN the will be owned will by Microsoft. So don't worry about it, right? <laughs> yeah, the VPN will be owned by Microsoft. It look, this is crazy if they, if, if if this goes through and they this E3 they announce it or show it or whatever. I mean that that's just here's the best part, right? We'll know, we'll know Sunday. We'll, well know right. Sunday. Here's the best part. Let's say it does come out sooner than later. Right now there's a shortage of chips that you can't get. Okay? But thumb drives galore. You want you want Xbox? You want Game Pass? Here's the ultimate Game Pass. Buy this thumb drive for 40 bucks, right? It's going to be They'll crazy. be sold out. They'll be sold out. People will be buying them. They'll be using them as currencies. Be like, hey, uh, that's uh, that's uh, $40 for your chicken nuggets uh, from McDonald's. I don't have any money on me, but I have this thumb drive that has Game Pass. All right, yeah, sure, I'll take that. Right? They'll use it as currency. <laughs> They'll use it as currency. All right, let me look at the next story here. Um, <clears throat> Phil Spencer on why Microsoft all in on gaming. Okay, so this is a, a little. What else? What else would he be all in on? He, <laughs> he, he talks to Adele. He says, "I'm thrilled to join. I'm, th I'm thrilled to join to talk about Microsoft uh, broadly. Uh, can drive gaming forward. Thanks for being here." Okay, he says, "Thanks so much, Phil. Uh, gaming is a key. Microsoft from the earliest of days. Our oldest currently support software franchise. In fact, of our gaming Microsoft Flight Simulator, in which we released three years before the first version of Windows. Even uh, gaming is fundamentally aligned and woven into the mission as a company." Okay, Spencer says, how about we start talking about Azura? Of course, because that's what's running. Uh, here's the thing we have to think about. Going back into the birth of personal computing in 1970, the ability of playing games has been limited by the, coast, the cost of the power of the specific device you're using, whether it's an arcade cabinet or a PC, a phone, a tablet, or whatever. At, and at, at that cost, the cost requirements have always severely limited who can play and who can, uh, can play and who, and who they can play with. When I was a kid, it was a crazy thing about having a Gallica machine, but Miss Pac-Man machine in your house. You had to go out to an arcade. More recently, you would even have to spend hundreds of dollars on the gaming console, potentially thousands of dollars on high-end PC, where you simply couldn't participate in global gaming community in a significant way. The cloud will allow us to completely remove these barriers to play worldwide. Of course, there's still a place for consoles and PCs, and frankly, there's always will be uh, in the cloud. We'll also be able to deliver a robust gaming experience to anyone connected to the internet, even on the least powerful and least expensive devices devices people already own and with the cloud gaming players are can uh, participate full in-game xbox experiences people on local hardware and we wouldn't uh and we couldn't do that without the part of microsoft azure right i'm just reading that on this long article okay that alone speaks volumes of what phil spencer is saying right like he literally wants everybody on the planet earth to be able to play on xbox they don't care how cheap or how little Right. He wants it to be able to be cost effective to get you in because he's your best friend. OK, he's your best friend to get you in. So then you can pay them lots and lots of money off microtransactions and monthly service fees uh, off of xCloud, Game Pass, microtransactions, uh, DLC, everything, everything that they've built first party titles wise. Sea of Thieves, State of Decay, all those things are they're free to play, right? You just pay Game Pass, but keep coming back every three months, every three months for the updates and stuff to keep you hooked on that 15 bucks because they know the average person only bought two games a year, okay? The average person bought two games a year. Now with just Game Pass alone, you're paying for like four games a year, okay? Nope. So they've already doubled their profit as long as they keep you intrigued and they're giving you more game value because they have 100 games that come and go as they please or, or, or whatnot. 
Right. They, they, the industry knew that they were underselling their product for many years. And the, the service um, uh, model is what is now bringing back the money to the industry that wasn't there before. Like, you, it was hard copy games that people were buying. <clears throat> and now with the service industry and the hard copy of games buying, or not hard copy, excuse me, buying digital titles and service, you know, they're, 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 they're milking out at a larger number per customer than ever before. So, right. yeah, I, I, I see I see both Microsoft stocks going crazy. Like, like Microsoft stocks have been going up steadily for the last five years, but when once once this these seeds have been planted and people are just in a service and they're just in there because they're there, just like you pay your phone bill automatically on your credit card, you're gonna be paying for Game Pass or some other kind of gaming service. It's gonna be automatic on your credit card and it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> right. Right. Microsoft is just gonna be your billing company. They're just gonna they're just gonna have everything. Um GameStop, the next story I want to talk about, GameStop leaked, potentially, uh, GameStop's listing uh, listing suggests Microsoft Flight Simulator could be coming to Xbox next week. So potentially next Tuesday, the 15th. Microsoft uh, Series X and S port of Microsoft Flight Simulator that came out last year might be coming out. So Microsoft announced that Microsoft Flight Simulator would be coming to Xbox Series X console back in December of last year, which a tentative release date of summer of 2021. Although the, su the start of the summer is still a few weeks away, a recent pre-order listing suggested that the game could be landing a little sooner than they've expected uh, through through GameStop. While browsing a GameStop Europe European webpage, Reddit user uh, Daddy Ingrosso spotted a, uh, a pre-order listing for the Xbox Series version of Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is scheduled to release on June 15th. Although the listing was since then been taken down, obviously, because Microsoft was like, what are you, a bunch of idiots? Like, take that down. We, we haven't announced anything yet. Like, how do you ruin something literally just days before, right? They wanted, they wanted to make an announcement. So apparently uh, it's coming out. So GameStop showing the flight submitter for the next XS release on the 15th of June, uh, which is on Tuesday, supposedly coming out. We'll see this e3 this sunday at one o'clock if they announce it which I, I would assume they will it's a first party title for them so i'm pretty sure they're going to announce uh and and talk about that this this is going to be it's going to be an interesting weekend of announcements i think i think the, I'll, I'll be honest the only thing i'm really looking forward to for this weekend for e3 stuff mm -hmm. is the announcements <laughs> of things because we know they're not going to show us any gameplay for any game they're talking about. It's just going to be yeah, well, we saw it's that today. Be trailers, trailers yeah, we... and videos and promises, but never any gameplay. Right. Uh, here's another story. Uh, another GameStop. GameStop recruits former Amazon execs as part of the online pivot. Massive changes continue to take place at GameStop as the video game merchandise <laughs> retailer restructures itself. Six. I can't believe that, first of all, we were wrong on our prediction because GameStop is being revived and revived. It's like, I'm telling you, it's like, it, it's you can't kill it. It's got like plot armor on it, okay? So GameStop CEO position Matt uh, Furlong has been chosen for the past two years. Furlong has been the Amazon's Australian uh country manager prior to that he was the gm of category of leader of home improvement on amazon suffice to say he's the veteran experience in the e-commerce which is the GameStop will put to use Im uh, immediately furlong will take up the position starting june 21st now we, we read the article a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago a couple shows ago that they're going all online like GameStop is taking what they're doing remember they did a pivot just a year and a half ago before the before yeah, the, the coup okay that they were going to change all GameStops into gaming 
like online cafes and now they've changed that to where now they're going all online right listen, they've, they've changed it they flipped listen, the switch wall, wall wall street bets caused an inappropriate amount of value to be instilled in gamestop gamestop as a brick and mortar is not selling anything that is valuable enough for the stock price to be this high. Nothing has changed. It is an overinflated stock okay. <laughs> kept alive by crazy people right. who think that they, what, what do you think GameStop sells? Like what is the product that GameStop sells? They sell sells? dreams, Sarge. They sell okay. dreams. I don't understand what you guys believe in as far as the business <laughs> is concerned. They can pivot wherever they want, but unless they're actually selling something to actually make money. They're selling Funko Pops, man. <laughs> they're, they're, please, just stop. Just Funko stop. Pops. It's, 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 it, it's inevitable. It's inevitable for that company to go away, right? Unless they, they change everything and call themselves a different company completely. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Like once again, for those of you who haven't who haven't been listening to us in the past, when we talk about GameStop being dead, right? This is the year where we already called it that they're supposed to be dead, and so we're upset. They literally they, were dead until the right, stock market right. brought them back to life. That, that's exactly <laughs> correct. They yeah. were completely dead, and Wall Street was gonna make a short sale out of them, and it was gonna be end of GameStop. And then all of a sudden. Some guys from Wall Street Bets said, no, you're not going to take yeah. down my <laughs> shitty game company. Like, okay. <laughs> and, and, and we're looking at we're looking at stock prices for a company that is nowhere. They are selling nowhere. They're high, They're almost the same as Microsoft. Yeah, it's... They're like it's, $30 less than Microsoft at this point. So, Microsoft is making games and, and, and making televisions. GameStop is selling Funko Pops and T-shirts. <laughs> I mean, and they're trying to get your sales. They give you the shittiest deals on video games possible. <laughs> and that their stocks are just as high as Microsoft. It's what is happening, people. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's only a matter of time before people realize that it's not worth that much. They're going to have to come out with actual sales numbers. People are going to have to see what the company has been doing. I don't care what kind of pivot. I don't care if they're doing the Macarena. Like, <laughs> there's no there's no pivot that's going to they're going to sustain GameStop stock price at that high. It's it's just a joke. Yeah. Joke. It's just GameStop's a meme at this point, right? It is. It's just it's, it's just it's just a meme. As I listen, I give credit to GameStop. They were the sadistic college bookstore for all of our youth for 25 years, selling us games at uh, $3 less than full price and never giving never giving a dollar, not $1 of that resale went towards developers and we all just ate it up because we were saving two dollars okay right. an entire <laughs> generation of games think about it guys an entire generation of games was sold at a store where they undercut the actual developer, developer. yeah right and then never gave them any kind of severance at all no no money after the initial game sale nothing meanwhile Every game company in existence for the last 25 years has grown exponentially and have become powerhouses in their own right, and they never received any money and, from GameStop. And, and they're trying so to put. What is that? Yeah. So what does that say? And they're and, and they're trying to put GameStop out of business say? by taking all digital sales now, right? They're like, right they're now, like, it's, now it's their right. turn to go away, right? Right. 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 Now the developers have figured out a way to sell stuff to you without involving GameStop at all. 
<laughs> Does anyone shedding a tear over this? Does anyone think that that's unfair or disappointing in some way? No, it's GameStop's turn. <laughs> you gotta go, yeah. right? Yeah. The world has changed. It, it it's time for you to go. It's fine. It yeah. happens. If Toys R Us it can happens. close, GameStop can close. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Toys R Us closed, but GameStop for some like, reason is like, still. I'm waiting for Toys R Us. I'm waiting for Toys R Us to pivot. Well, like, uh, Toys R Us <laughs> is coming back. Oh, you didn't hear this, Sarge? Toys R Us is coming back. Someone bought it, and they're opening up pop uh, uh, pop up shops for the holiday season and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the holiday season? Like, like a Christmas, Halloween like, stop, like, 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 like Christmas yeah, yeah, time, yeah, like Christmas time. So a pop a pop up toy store, like yeah, pop toys, up toys are not are needed. Us. Yeah. toys are not needed yeah. at all until Christmas. Yeah, until Christmas. I got yeah. There's no birthdays or nope. anything like that. Just nope. Christmas just a pop only. Up shop, I got it. Toys are us. I got it. All right. So here's another story about No Man's Sky. Okay, this is a leak. This is from 4chan. Now, this is a leak that came out. Okay, we don't know if it's true, but if it is true, this is speculation. Take with a grain of salt. So, this is a, a leak he shared last year. Well, he got plant rotation orbital me mechanics wrong, but was pretty spot on. This year, 2021 summer update, this guy's pred predicting that new forms of city slash settlements will be introduced. Space station owning slash rebuilding will be possible. New enemy race will emerge in our universe. Okay. Sentinel type of race, he's been told. Improvements to base building will be introduced. Okay, um, improvements to similar or origins through the smaller or not resets. Hello Games are working on better ways of water physics. Uh, not 100%, but he says, from what I've heard and been told, there are worlds from the past era introduced. And then trading slash freighters tra uh, slash ships will have a rebalancing slash improvements to have them that's nothing major. That's very that's very detailed for a guess. Right. Okay. That's not that's not right. a leak. Right. Come on, man. Well, hold on. You can't you, you can't let's just let, let's you just You can't tell me that's a leak. It's a Somebody leak. is doing he's doing a fucking checklist. Like exactly what they're gonna do. Like it is a checklist. That's not a it is a checklist. That's, that's 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 the checklist. Come on, man. Okay, but Come anyway, on. my my point of this is if this is true. Okay. <laughs> if this is true. All right. When does when does No Man's Sky start charging? When do they start charging? They've oh, built well, all the goodwill back up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't say it's, No it's, Man's Sky is a shit game it's anymore. Five years, right? Yeah. It's five years. Yeah, it right? came out 2016. Yeah. Right. Five years. Yeah. Okay. Like it what do, what what does Mur you know uh what's his name? Murphy, right? What, what's his name? Sean Murray. Sean Murray, for God's sakes. My brain is just completely shot. Okay? Yeah, smile. Sean Murray, okay, has made so much goodwill after the clusterfuck of No Man's Sky launch. Okay? I think after two years, they could have started charging. Okay? It's been five years now. Okay? And I'm, I'm, I'm mind-boggled. <laughs> He's paying salaries off of the initial money made by No Man's Sky. And yeah. He, he he's refuses to charge anybody anything anymore. He's just going to keep doing updates forever. I'm like, They've, I don't understand how this works. They had to make a shit ton of money the first time. Right. Had to. Had to. Right. Do we even know, like, a sales number? Let me let me look it up. Do we even had know to. No Man's Sky? 
sales. Like, I'm, I'm not sure about his conscience anymore. Like, shouldn't he feel good about himself that he fixed the problems? I'm pretty sure he'd okay. be all right. It says Steam developer Valve reported No Man's Sky was on one of the top 12 highest grossing revenue games available platform during 2016. While Steam Spy estimated more than 823,000 copies were sold in 2016 for a total gross revenue of 43 million. That was in 2016. Okay. Okay, so they could they could probably say their their studio is not that large. They were fourteen. So, like, they were fourteen strong when they when they made the game. Yeah, but if you, but if you gave yourself a basic salary with fourteen <laughs> people, a decent salary, they can be there quite a while with yeah. forty two million. Right? Yeah, no. even if it, even if it's half of that, even if it's twenty six million, you're still there, you can still be there for quite a while. I just think it's interesting that someone listen. This is this is the like you know how we say like a bagoda means your game is dead. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Sean Murray is the apology of gaming. Like, if you can't do what Sean Murray did to apologize to the community, we don't look at you. Like, Sean Murray is the bar. Like, did he? Did the game suck? Yeah, it sucked. Did did the developer Sean Murray that game? No, they did not Sean Murray that game. Like, all right, then fuck him. I don't give a shit until I see that game <laughs> Sean Murrayed. I don't want to see it. I don't even want to look at it. Like, that's that's a new bar. Sean I, Murray has established the apology I bar mean, for fixing your game. No Man's Sky is sixty dollars on Steam. Mm. It's full full price, full price. They're going Grand Theft Auto style, full price yeah. five years after. Yeah, right. So every time he comes up with an update, they're making sales. They're making sales. So that's crazy, though. Here's average player. It's, a, it's, a, it's impressive. It's impressive, right? Yeah, right. Right, Smash. I mean, let's let's be honest. That That's the way to fix a game after you've been sh shot in the head and thrown into the desert. I mean, it was, like, it was like, dead. Like, it was dead. That, that's the way you make a comeback. Like, yeah. he was determined they, they to tried. apologize to an entire demographic of the of the market they and he did gamestop right now was also in the desert and it also got revived right <laughs> like it's it's amazing to yeah. me amazing to me what yeah. comeback stories but no man's sky is that comeback story right like that that is that is the like it's possible that your game could come back they, we even call it to this day like when a game comes back we're all like can it do a no man's sky can it do an M nms right anthem couldn't do it right uh, Fallout 76 kind of did it, but not to the su success of, of No Man's yeah, Sky. But, you, but once again, in defense of Fallout 76, you <clears throat> only need your season ticket holders. You don't need to have millions of people. All right. you need to have is your season ticket holders. Yep. yep. That's it. So <clears throat> let's talk about a good game. Let's talk about good reviews. Looks good. Okay, I watch. I watched some uh, reviews on it. I've read some articles about it. Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Now, me and Sarge always say, right? Make a game. Make a game. Sell, sell a, a game. game. Okay. Make a game. Sell a game. Okay. Insomniac, who hits games out of the park, right? They're building up the goodwill. Insomniac, right? They make good games. Sunset Overdrive. They made the Spider-Man game. They made Miles Morales. Now they've made Ratchet and Clank. Okay. From Insomniac. Okay. Jason Schreier reports that multiple developers at Insomniac say they did not crunch at all on the studio's new game, Ratchet and Clank, for the PlayStation 5. Okay. What? They didn't crunch? And they made the deadline? Like, did it get delayed? I don't even know. Did it get delayed one time? I don't think it got delayed. I think it came out on time. Okay. They didn't crunch. They made a game. Now, the game is, is around 13 to 15 hours, which I'm not complaining about. Okay. Because Ratchet and Clank games are usually short. I think this is one of the longer ones in the series. Um, it looks phenomenal. Right, it looks phenomenal. Uh, the fluidity 
of the SSD, the technology, it's not coming out for PlayStation 4 at all. It's only for PlayStation 5 because of what it was what what it was designed on, right? It was designed for PlayStation 5 because of the SSD and the the how it, it, it did it get delayed internally? Did it? Um like does that really matter though, I guess? I guess it got delayed internally, but if it, if it didn't announce it then it didn't really get delayed, right? Um so they made this game and it's absolutely gorgeous, right? It's getting really good reviews. People say that the, the gameplay is phenomenal. The controls feel great. The game feels great. I, I don't know what to say, Sarge. It's like something good happened in the, in the gaming industry. Right. You're, you, it's very hard to talk about something that happened positive because you're like, I didn't even think that was possible anymore. Right. Like I, I, I personally have never played the Ratchet and Clank series but they were always on the same level as like a Mario or Sonic. Yeah. Like they were always talked about really well. The game was a good yeah. platformer. And I'm glad to see that the IP is still surviving and came back strong for a new generation of kids. Right. Well, right? Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank's a great game. Viking makes a great point. They didn't blame COVID, right? They worked at home. Okay. They did all the stuff. They made this game from their houses. They didn't blame the tools. They just made the game, right? <laughs> they didn't They didn't say, well, I had work weekends. They didn't have any crunch time. They just made the game, right? And I guess this shows a good, a good, obviously each game is on their own, is different. But when you have a good team, okay, when you have a good team and they work well together and you have good management, okay, a game comes together because you make a game and you sell a game, okay? And this is getting really good reviews. It looks phenomenal. And uh, Skillup in his review says, this is not one of those games that comes out for a console where it's not really a next generation game. It's not a Rome Rises. It's not a Godfall for PlayStation 5, right? He, he made a joke about that. And he, he's, he said one other game. I forget what the other game was. But he says, this is not one of those games. He says, this game is 100% made for this system and it shows you how it is he says he's actually has never seen a more gorgeous game and obviously it's just his opinion but the way he talked about it he talked about moments of certain games that hit him when i think he talked about tekken when he first saw it, he's like this is mind-blowing because of the 3d animations back in the day right he says this is that moment when he looked at it and said this is just beautiful like the cutscene compared to going into the regular game, he's like, you don't even know. Your brain doesn't know to touch the controller because it's just so seamless and it's so awesome looking. You have to move the controller just to see if you actually have control, right? Like he he says it was is is mind blowing. Another reviewer says it's probably one of the most fun he's ever had in a video game, right? Now obviously he probably played some other game. I don't know. But what I'm saying is it's it's a good moment in gaming when you can actually say, hey look, there's no bugs. Okay. It's not a broken game at launch. Okay, it's not a CD Projekt Red. Ratchet and Clank didn't promise the world to you. They didn't tell you 15 times that it was coming out on this day and then it didn't come out. They literally <laughs> just made a game and now they sold the game. Okay, bravo it's, to Insomniac. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Right? If once again, I'm, I'm out of the age bracket for a game like Ratchet and Clank. But if I was in the age bracket, I would definitely play. Yeah, well, I'm glad to see that. It's still possible to make a game and sell a game. It's refreshing. Couple of quick stories here. Um, we have uh, Borderlands news. These are just uh, screenshots of 
of the characters. Let me see if I can get this on. Yeah. So these are the screenshots of the characters. <clears throat> so there's uh, there's Roland. Okay. This is just silhouettes. I can't hear you. You're you're. I thought we were. I thought we were guessing. You're telling me. You're telling me the answers. Oh, okay. I won't. I won't tell you. Okay. So I'll show it to you. The first one's a free one. It's just an example. Okay. It's just. It's. It's just. This is what Roland looks like, Sarge. Let's see if you can get the rest of them. Is it? Is it? Is it Samuel L. Jackson? No. It's. It's uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is Roland. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Hart is please, Roland. Please. Please let him be serious, just for twenty minutes. Just let him be serious. Okay. Who's that? Who's that? Um. Um, and Sarge truly doesn't know who the actresses are and, and, and actors are playing, so. Is that the scientist girl? What scientist girl? The the, the one that's crazy. Yes. The the crazy scientist yes. woman. Do you know who's the playing one that doesn't her? care about the, the one the one that doesn't care about human life, she just cares about her pro, uh, yes, her work. Just her work. <clears throat> yeah. Do you do you know who's playing? Her? Uh, I I'm trying to I'm you know, the actress? The no. Actress, no. I can I'm I'll barely be able to barely be able to I'll remember say, the actual character. I'll, I'll give you the first name, Jamie. <laughs> uh no, no shot. Halloween. No. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis for real? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she's playing. I mean, I guess she I guess she could play a crazy person. I guess that would work out well. Okay, who is? Well, that's Tiny Tina. It's got rab it's got rabbit ears. <laughs> it could be a bunny rabbit. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, what the question now is though? Who we know who Tiny Tina is in real life, but who plays Tiny Tina in the movie? I honestly don't know. Does like, anybody, nobody does, has I, the, does anybody know who's does playing? Any, does Tiny anybody Tina? have the? Who else has I the guess, personality? I guess I could look at the personality for that. That's that's a, that, I'll tell you what though, that better be a good actress. Hold on. To pull that off. You I gotta... think I think we we actually <clears throat> already know. Let's see uh Borderlands movie. I mean, I would think I would think it would have to be someone <clears throat> Oh, let me let me show you the next one. Next one. That's that's an easy one. Uh, that's Krieg. Yep. So who's tall? Is it is it one of the wrestlers? <clears throat> it's got to be one of the wrestlers, right? I'm gonna, I'm, gotta, I'm gonna look at it. Krieg's right gotta now. be Krieg's gotta be one of the wrestlers. Where the hell is the? <laughs> that's, that's that's very that's very specific, Krebsy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very specific. <laughs> okay, so we have we have. Uh... <laughs> Who is this? Krieg. It's uh, Flo uh, uh Batista. Flo no, it's Flo uh, His name is Florin Mu Mu Mutinu Mutinu. Is he from Samoa? Uh, let me see if he's he's been in anything else that you might have known. Uh, he was in Creed. He's in Shang Chi. He was in Wonder Woman. Oh no, was he in Wonder Woman? No, I'm sorry, he wasn't in Wonder Woman. Creed Creed two, Shang Chi. He wasn't in Wonder Woman. Uh, so if you don't know him, then you don't know him. Next one. It's like the worst trading Who's this, cards Sarge? ever. Do you know who this is? <laughs> that's that's, that's Claptrap. I thought Claptrap was going to be Kevin Hart. Do that you know who's playing Claptrap? I, I was going to say Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart belongs as nope. Claptrap. Nope. Jack Black. Jack Black Jack is playing Black. Claptrap. Yeah. Oh, Tiny Tina is playing by this girl. We actually We actually saw her. 
Where is she? Right here. This is who she is. That's Tiny Tina. Okay. Yeah. Is she done like a, a bounty ad or a serial commercial? No, like, she's, what are we, she's been what in are a, we talking she's, about. She she paid uh, she paid um, little Gamora in Endgame. Okay, well, she was really young then. Um, let's see what else she that did. was. Looks that like was five years ago. Yeah, she's played uh, Living Maddie, Legendary Die, Disney Channel's Ducktales theme song, Bad Mom's Christmas, Avengers: Infinity War, not Endgame, sorry, Infinity War. Yeah, that's stuck that in the is middle. some kind of. That is some kind of booster, right? You are a kid yep. in a yep. in a Marvel movie that you don't say anything, and you immediately are a superstar well, she, she five talks. years later. She talks to her, uh, talks to Thanos. She had a big scene with Thanos. Yeah, Kid Gramora. So she uh, she's playing, and that's it. That's the that's the ones we have. That's the so that's the uh, that's the uh, Borderlands game. Da 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 da. Good on da. All right, good job, Sarge. You got five points for you. We'll just write that down. Five points for Sarge. All uh, right. This is the, this is the game where the points don't matter. Yeah, don't don't matter. <clears throat> okay. Other news. Uh, Fortnite. They got they got everybody right. They got everybody. Right. <laughs> they they got everybody. They they paid another assortment amount of money towards. Uh, they they have Superman in the game now. Right. They have Superman. They have. All uh, right. So that's a that's a done deal. Someone gets Superman. That's right? a done deal. Uh, they have Rick and Morty. Yeah, but really, if you're Superman and you're in Fortnite, Superman's running around with a gun? That's not cool. Batman runs around with guns and kills people all the time. Yeah, but that's not good. Superman can't run around with a gun. Superman doesn't use guns. I mean, I don't think they care. Uh, Rick and Morty are inside. Uh, here, let me show you. I'll show you what they look like. That's what he looks like. Okay. You got Rick. I mean, aren't they stretching a little bit? If we go from superheroes and Marvel characters and now Rick and Morty is the yeah, next batch of, they like, skins. Well, they, they had Kratos and Halo and Halo from from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? There's there's uh, there's Morty. He's a hammer. He's the he's the tool that he that he smashes shit with. OK. So there's a, there's a bunch of stuff, right? I don't know. Fortnite to me is 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 weird at this point. It's always been weird, but I mean they're all over the place. They literally want everything. I can guarantee you this right now. I'm calling it right now. Put it in the big book of bull. Ready? Big book of bull. Right? There's a new He-Man show coming out. Okay. I guarantee you that He-Man or Skeletor will be inside Fortnite. Okay. He-Man and Skeletor will be inside Fortnite. Because they've they've got Marvel, right? They got Marvel, they got Star Wars, they got the big names from the star from the from the video game industry, with Chief and Kratos and stuff. They're gonna start going for toys. They're gonna go for like Transformers. They're gonna go with Hasbro. Hasbro's got a shit ton of things to go with. If Epic can land Hasbro, forget about it. You got. I'll come back if you bring Optimus Prime and 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 Megatron and Soundwave. You got my money. I don't buy microtransactions, but you got my money. Okay. If you bring He-Man and Skeletor, I guarantee you that's what they're gonna do. Hasbro signing a deal with Epic. That's just my. That's what I think. Yeah, Kevin Smith's new He-Man. Have you seen it? Fifty. We saw the trailer today. Woo! It looks good. It's the first thing I can actually say that. They're not shitting on my childhood. It looks awesome. I love the art style. It looks great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. You mean she man? Yeah. You don't. You don't have to put sarcasm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, Star scream. Yeah. Yeah. Star scream. 
You put Starscream there. I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. All right. So we have, uh, did you see the Dark Alliance? Sorry. We, we watched the trailer earlier. Okay. Dark Alliance. What do you, what do you think of Dark Alliance as far as the Dungeons and Dragons co-op dungeon game going well, on here? Anything, anything, usually Dungeons and Dragons, if it's done well, I always like to enjoy it because they're really good with the lore. What happened, Wheezy? Um, but the issue, the issue with Dark Alliance is I'm just hoping that the combat moves for the characters, uh, I guess, are detailed enough to make the character fun to play for long periods of time. Like, it's a D&D &D game. When you play D&D, &D, uh, the, the original games were, like, turn-based, and then the newer games were kind of like Diablo-ish. And so this is a multiplayer version. And so I'm I'm looking at it as if it, if it's like Vermintide or if it's like um, that. What, the I had fun with Vermintide. Out. I had fun when we when we played. I thought it was a good loop. Yeah, I, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for player synergies. I'm hoping for detailed combat moves. I'm hoping for a decent story for D and D. It's it's based off of uh, Icewind Dale. I think is what they said. It's it's mistaken. it's based off of the Boulder Gate uh, Dark Alliance one the, yeah. the, the two yeah. yeah so it it should be it should be it's, cool it's not I a mean, continuation it's just it's just uh, loosely uh, loosely connected I guess they said yeah I mean it, it's it's coming out this month right so we'll get to see what it's 22nd. like twenty second sure. yeah twenty second yeah. so uh, yeah. a week from Tuesday basically yeah I've always been a big uh, D and D person uh, <clears throat> I like when they when they do a D and D game correctly when they allow them to be developed correctly. It's usually decent. They're, they do a nice there's, job. There's also another game we'll probably see this weekend. Uh, Warhammer's coming out with another one. Um, that's sort of like the same type of style as as the D and D Dark Alliance. So yeah, War the Warhammer stuff they they go they go so far down the crazy path about how crazy Warhammer actually is, and they don't ground it enough to make it, I guess, in, intuitive or in, engrossing to like a, a new player. Like you see, and it just looks like it's like chaos. It's just madness. It's not the unless you know what Games Workshop is and you know what those people are and you understand the forty first millennium, the whole lore about it. Mm -hmm. Like when you start to play that game, you don't you can't connect yourself to any of the characters, and so it becomes kind of like an okay game, right? My thing was always that if they would, and I know it would never happen because it would destroy their modeling their their, their modeling uh, industry, but if they would just make Games Workshop tabletop animated game, and then you actually had to use microtransactions to buy the pieces, like you would buy the pieces Stop in it, real life. Like to, what are you talking like to put, about? Like to put the models together <laughs> and actually buy the pieces and build an army Don't in the game to give play against them other ideas? people. That oh would be my God. That would be, no, that would be the right you way to do it. Give them a billion dollar idea. Oh it would my be like God. an RTS. It would be like an RTS, but it would be it, you'd have to buy the stuff just like you have to buy anything else. Instead of buying skins, you're buying the pieces. You're buying them digitally oh instead of having God. them in your house. Oh my God! Sarge I, listen, just gave away it, a billion dollar idea. I didn't give it away. That shit has been around forever. I think they're scared that if that were to happen and it would work well, that no one would buy the models anymore. No, no that's, I, that's what, what I'm think. saying. That, but you're giving them the idea for the for the virtual aspect of it yeah but that's but that's where we're headed man if you listen it, let's say let's say for instance i was really into warhammer right i buy two thousand dollars worth of models and i got two guys around me that actually play and i see them once a month yeah. okay no, no, I right know. now instead i have 
Anybody online who's got the game who likes Gamers Workshop, I pay an additional $2,000. I'm buying these fucking pieces, but they're digital. Yeah. And now I can play against anyone in the fucking world. I think it's like a no-brainer. But, like, they're scared that they would lose They would lose their hobby. Like, yeah. they would lose the hobby part yeah. of it. Just uh, seems weird. Yeah, in Dark Alliance, I love the, the three things they said in the, in the, in the video. They said that uh, you have to earn all the gear. Okay, you can either make the gear, meaning there's some sort of crafting system inside the game, and no microtransactions. They also said yeah, they that, say it, they say it bluntly. They say yeah, it bluntly. They say no microtransactions. Yeah. You have to earn all the gear, and you can either make the gear as well as what they said. Um, and on top of that, there's two free DLCs that come out: one in the summer, one in the fall, and then there's a paid expansion that comes out later in the fall. So within the next six months, there'll be three DL, four DLCs, four DLCs that come out. Uh, in the next six months, so I'm assuming like one a month or, or or whatever. You know what I mean? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'm interested in seeing because the the original characters that you're starting with for Dark Alliance, they're not really magic based. They're more hand to hand mm -hmm. and ranged. I'm interested in seeing how the developers attribute a casting magic system for D and D, and it makes it fluid. Like, what spells do they pick? that you can cast on a whim really quick that doesn't break the momentum of the game. Is there a magician? Uh, is there a magic uh, <clears throat> user? They they mentioned they mentioned during during that trailer, they mentioned that magic users were going to come later. Oh, right. the just, fifth character is a magic user. Yes, yes, yes. The fifth character is a magic user. I'm just interested in seeing how they implement being able to cast spells on the fly. Mm. Because in the D&D &D world, you can't just cast a spell like you're throwing a bullet or swinging a sword. It's like a little bit of a... I got to concentrate for a minute and then cast conjure a spell. It. Yeah, you have to conjure I, I, I'm, it. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing how they implement that into the game. That would be interesting. I want to see how that works. All right. So the next one, I want to talk about the $100,000 question, Sarge. Would you buy a chicken nugget that looked like an Among Us character? Uh, uh, the answer would be no, unless, of course, I was a... Uh, a multi-millionaire and high on drugs then maybe i would do that but as a normal person of sound mind and fair means what the fuck are you doing buying a chicken nugget yeah, that looks like among us uh, like yeah chicken what, nugget what is yeah. wrong with people like let's let's be honest though this is not the first time someone found a chicken nugget that looks like something we've got the elvis one and the the jesus one and the we got chicken nuggets of all kinds of stuff. I'm people. I'm pretty sure people have like flash froze them or or laminated them so they stay that way forever. Can, I'm just curious to know why. Can you imagine? Why? There's some guy why? making the chicken nuggets somewhere. Like he makes these chicken nuggets and he's like, yeah, "That's cool. I'll just make that." Like he's bored out of his drink, out of his life. He's just pouring it the, you know, in the, <laughs> in the fryer and, he, and it comes out. With, so this is what it looks like. It looks like the Among Us character, like little guy. Okay. I, okay. It's like looking at a cloud, bro. Like, sure, yeah. you could say it looks like the Among yeah. Us guy. Yeah. I'll agree with you, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So, $100,000. eBay auction wrapped up earlier this morning after 184 bids arriving. That's 184 idiots. Okay. 184 idiots bid arriving at the final price of 99000 Do you think at that moment when you look at it and go, I just bought a fucking McNugget for $99,000? What that says to me, what that says to me, though, there's a lot of new millionaires out there who've been doing really well in this market, <laughs> and they have and they have no <laughs> they idea have what, no to, idea spend what to spend that money, money on. on. Yeah, they have okay. no idea what to spend their money on. Listen, think about that. 184 people were bidding up the chicken nugget. That's probably just one and one other guy, right? 
No, no. They they they're at they're telling can, you how can, many people are involved in the bidding. Can you imagine though, like, who in the world is searching eBay going, Among Us, <laughs> chicken nuggets? Oh, is no, that, they're not is that chicken that. nugget? Oh my god, they yeah. have one. Like, who's looking no, somebody, up? Somebody who's no, looking at somebody up? put that on Reddit. Somebody put the nugget on Reddit and then it spread and then it went to an auction house. That's exactly no, how it went that to worked. eBay auction. It was there. Yeah. It actually sold for ninety nine cents first. It had seven people or three people before. So it was like it sold for 99 cents. And the other person sold it for higher. And then another person sold it for higher. And the last person sold it for $99,000, which, man, sucker born every minute. I'm telling you. Right. What are you going to do with that? You're going to show that to your grandkids? Look, I don't. I don't know. Here, Timmy, let me show I'm you my prized <laughs> possession. It's a, it's a, it's a chicken McNugget. What the fuck's a chicken McNugget, Grandpa? It looks uh, like uh, an like, Among Us chicken McNugget. Uh, for a game that doesn't exist anymore. Like, I don't I don't know what... Like, you'd have to laminate it. You'd have to, like, f freeze it just spray and then it. laminate it so, just spray so it, it, it would, it would not epoxy. deteriorate. Yeah, just right? some I don't epoxy. Know what that... you, just, you just put some spray on it. I, I don't chat, know why. Chat, were you guys pissed off that you guys didn't get to buy this Among Us chicken McNugget? I mean... I mean, I'm pretty sure 100 of those 184 people were just bidding the price See, up on purpose. I don't, I don't call it a chicken nugget. I call it a chicken nugget because it's not real chicken. I, I hate to break it to you. What part of a nugget? You know, it's all, it's, it's the leftover parts. It's the leftover parts. So, yeah. So um, among us, hundred thousand dollars. God damn. I feel I've, I, I'm pissed off. I didn't. I, I have to go find something that's game related because anything sells right now. I mean, the, obviously, there's a, there's a. There's a mold someplace that can just keep making that because that's not doesn't just happen that way. I'm pissed. I, I, to... I probably ate an eBay fortune. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. Make sure uh, when you're eating your nuggets now yeah. that you look and make sure they don't represent Jesus Christ or someone. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, guys. The chicken, the, the nuggets are pressed. There's a mold, right? That's how it works. That's how nuggets are made. So there's a mold that there's looks like, five, like this. There's I'm like sure. five moldings of it. That's it. They're the same shapes. There's the yeah. There's the Florida shape. There's like the Texas shape. There's like the Utah the, shape. The Elvis, the, the Elvis yeah, one. The, and... the Elvis is every once in a while. They're like collector items, like like yeah. like magic cards, right? Yeah. I, I, personally, what I think it is is some crazy guy who works at the factory, and then like once or twice a year he changes one of the molds. Just for one nugget, right? Yeah. It's a limited edition, <laughs> and then, and then right, edition. and then he sees, and then he sees if it ends up on the news someplace, and if it doesn't end up on the news, then he does another one. <laughs> he just this guy on the on, on the factory line just changes oh, out the mold. That's true, Krebsy. Because of the new stuff that was announced, that person can sell that hundred thousand dollar nugget for more money. Genius, genius. It's actually a developer who created it to get the actual funding so they could finish their game. That's what it is for the expansion. Uh, real quick, guy took the Unreal Engine 5, was bored, okay, took 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 the actual and, and said, you know what, I'm going to make something here. So just to let you know, he used it, and in a week's time, I think, let me let me read, uh, Fortnite. yeah, in 12 days, in, in less than two weeks, he created this. Okay. <clears throat> in in less than 12 days, one guy created a Superman figure in the Unreal Engine just to show what, like what it is, okay? And now that I've seen this, I can't unsee this and now I want a fucking Superman game. Okay? So, if this guy wants some funding, get some nuggets on sale and get some get some funding so you can start making this Unreal Engine 
uh, Superman game that nobody wants to make because it would be really hard to make a Superman game. But I think this guy can do it. I think this guy can do it. Okay. It looks good. What do you think, Sarge? I mean, the last time I saw Superman fly in a digital form was, was the, the N64. N64. <laughs> was the N64, and that's to this to this day still makes me angry. Can, can I just say that but this guy I, I, in 12 I'm days? Glad, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that somebody at least at least attempted it. This, this guy in 12 days spent more time on this than Fallout 76 did when they first released 76, and Anthem when they first showed it at E3. This guy spent 12 days on this. Okay, and a Anthem spent maybe three days to just pitch the Anthem trailer. Okay, I mean, I I, I always thought that a, a really good Superman game would be cool, but there'd have to be some, uh, I guess, exceptions in the game. Like he wouldn't be able to kill people, and the more damage you've done to the city, the more like people would don't like you or something. Like it would have to be something in the game because Superman's like one of these games that you it's very hard to make because. Superman. What is it? Right, like, Superman. what is it? What is it that's going after Superman? And we've talked about this in the past. If it's not some elite form of terrorists with kryptonite suits on or something like it, it's right. It's a it's a it's gotta contest be, it's gotta, it's gotta Superman, be that Superman wins. Right. It's gotta right. be alien beings or something. Right. I mean, yeah. Every, listen, if you if you've read enough Superman comics, you know that every time you see Superman get beat up a little bit for whatever reason, you know that means absolutely nothing. Like it just doesn't mean anything. Right. Right. So it takes a punch if, the if face. there's no if there's no risk, if there's no type of like crisis, then it doesn't it's not it's like being OP in any <clears> video <throat> game. Like if you're too OP in any video game and you don't care anymore, you're just running around killing stuff, that, you know you can't be killed. That's what I said, Reese, uh like months and months ago. I said if you did it like Smallville, like he gets his power, so you have a skill tree, and as you're younger, you're growing up, and as you level up, maybe you gain age. Right, you like physically change or something. So like level one, you're like a young kid, and then you get your first power, and then it's you unlock abilities, something along the lines of that. And then end game would be your full Superman, and you're going against like, it would be like time things, like you have to save the world, and you have ten minutes to like make it spin backwards or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you have to, <laughs> yeah, you have to do something, right? I don't know. It, it'd be interesting. I would, I would love it it. it. it would be very, it would be very challenging to make a Superman game. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely very challenging. You're blocked from punching people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So next story, Sarge, I want you to kind of talk about it. Bob Iger, okay, sold nearly half of his Disney stock. I mean, you're <laughs> I mean, what 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 do you want me to say? I, I am not a fin first of all, I am not a financial advisor. Okay. However, if you're in charge of the company and you sell off half your shares. Well, he's not, shares, right? He's not the, right. Whatever. Yep. He was. Yeah. Okay. He was. If you're selling off half, then I, I got, for those of you that are hanging on to Disney Snock, I think maybe you want to get rid of some of it. I mean, I would just, you know, as a guess, I was like, <laughs> why would you dump half the stock? Like, just a guess. Maybe maybe because of the numbers. Maybe because of the cruise ships and the movies suck and the, there's no cruises and the parks aren't doing well. And there's a whole list of stuff. Like, maybe these next numbers that are going to come in for, like, the semi-annual numbers are going to be well. Well, yeah, I, I think if Bob Iger sold all of it, I would worry, right? I think... Or even, just half. Just Well, he sold half because... Yeah. I think he's looking at the future of the MCU and is like, oh man, I don't know how this is going to pan out. Let me, let me sell off 
the profit that I've made, make my money, which if you guys don't know, uh, he sold 550,000 shares of his Disney that's sock a, on June that's 1st. That's a lot of shares, bro. Okay. At a price of $179.48. Okay. And he made a total of $98.67 million. Okay. And then he bought a nugget. And he bought the nugget with, <laughs> with, 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 his, with his stock. Um, he's the guy. He bought Among Us stock. He bought the Among Us nugget. Uh, if he's, I, I honestly think he looked at it and said, fuck, we're, we're getting, we're getting destroyed here as far as what Marvel's, what's happening with the Marvel industry and Star and Star Wars. And those are the two biggest franchises that they paid a shit ton of money for. Okay. Especially, yeah, but, you, but you can only, you can only milk, you can only milk Marvel for so long until it becomes like, what are you trying to do now? Toothpastes and soap dishes. Like right. you got to just. You gotta let it breathe a little bit. Like you're supposed to let things breathe a little bit. You can't just well, keep marketing the same shit forever. I think he got rid of half of it because he's like, look, he's got confidence in it, but he wanted to make sure he got his money out of it, right? You know, right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like he's like, right. I don't want all my money in one basket because if it if it bombs, I'm out. I'm gonna sell half of it, make my 98 million, right. and that way, if it does bomb, I could I still made out, right? I think that's the reason what's happening right now. Because I mean, it's, it's, it's an uptick right now for but... Disney. The parks are opening up again, right? More shows are starting to come back out. Their filming's back up in, in production. And yet Bob yeah, Iger sells half of his stock. Yeah, but you just don't sell like that. You know, listen, you know something. <laughs> you, you, you're part of the company. You know something. I'm sure the SEC is going to have some questions for him. Yeah, but uh, Sean, you can't look at it like he lost money, right? He got at a better price and then it went up to 240 and then he sold it at 179 yeah by the way sean he didn't, he didn't lose anything because right. he never bought the stock yeah. he was given he was given the stock he's, as he's stock given, options given, yeah right he's given the stock if he, he didn't buy anything like it doesn't matter what the number is the, the stock's worth whatever the stock is worth right right yeah uh, yeah, Reese, you don't sell half if you have confidence. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's got confidence in the 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 future of Marvel and Star Wars, but he doesn't want to jump ship because he's like, what if I'm wrong, right? He's like, I still have he he made his money, he made his money, and now he's sitting on the rest. But that it, it's very very strange that this dude sold half of his stock, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna dump 550 thousand shares. No one will yeah, notice. Maybe. Maybe maybe I was going maybe he's going on vacation. Yeah. He needed some spending money. He needed money. some spending money. Right? That's what it is. Yeah. It's, you know. Maybe when he, I go on vacation, I know I, I make sure I got some cash in my pocket. Maybe he only wanted to sell fifty five thousand and hit the extra zero and then he sent right. it in, right? Right. Because he was on he was on Robin Hood. Right, he, right. he made it <laughs> he hit the wrong button. His fat finger. Bob, hit Iger, the button. Bob Iger was yeah, his finger is too fat and he yeah. hit the extra zero. Yeah. It's common mistake i mean it, it, it. it could be i don't know maybe you guys would want to buy some stock now because five hundred fifty thousand shares are freed up right well actually yeah <laughs> so uh overwatch overwatch 2 basically today overwatch 2 that had no announcements <laughs> Had no announcements. I can't. I can't even talk about this. Okay. I can't talk. Can I, I was like, is anybody? Is does anyone believe for just a moment? Just even in your in your most positive mindset, does anyone believe that Overwatch Two is coming out anytime soon? No. Like honestly, first of all, does anyone? Does anyone in this chat room believe that Overwatch <laughs> Two, the most the most looked for game ever from Blizzard, do you think it's coming out anytime soon? Here's the connections, right? First, they make the changes of six to five, right? Six players, now to five players, right? I already told you what I thought about that. 
now all of a sudden Overwatch is adding cross-play support to platforms, right? It came out in 2016, right? And they're finally making cross-play. That, that's not because your game is popular, okay? The reason you're doing that is, one, because the, the player base is dying, and they need to consolidate the group so they can all play together because Overwatch 2 is not coming out anytime soon, okay? Kaplan said, peace out, okay? Not because he was tired and someone's in charge and there's in good hands. Good okay. hands. I've been with the company 19 years. They have good, good hands. hands. Two hands means the guy's got two hands, okay? But he left. And today, they're like, no, nah, I got nothing for you. But we're going to show you two skins. We're going to show you two skins of Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch 2. We're not showing you anything else from it. We're just showing you two skins. And that's it. And I went, are you fucking kidding me? This is what they're showing? It's not coming out this year. It might come out next year. Might come out next year. Okay. I'm thinking 2023. Right? Blizzard is in a... If it, if, if Blizzard was... Astro, uh, um, they're in phase. They're like a moon. They're they're in a phasing change right now, right? I don't. I never believed. I never thought that Overwatch was like a fantastic game. It was a decent game. It was a decent game, but it was more of a like a, a trending fad, and everybody jumped on. And it didn't really have staying power, even though you were introducing like a background to each of your characters, right? A background for the character, but without any kind of connection to the character. You're like, you tell me a story about him, yeah. and now I'm playing. Like, it just never seemed to me like Which a game that was going to be around. Overwatch 2, right? Yeah, I get it, but it, it the game never seemed to me to be something that was going to be around forever. It was a, the game for its time. It was a fad, and we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can with it, and, to, and then move on. But this gap between one and two is so long. I don't think it has a. I, I'm. I, I don't. I'm not sure if the thirst for a sequel to a game that wasn't that great, well, to begin with, is going to want to keep the game alive. Well, no. I. I. Well, I think you're wrong there. I. I think there's huge possibility, and Blizzard's betting on it because they want to expand. They want to expand the Overwatch League. They. They. They said they wanted 28 teams by a certain point, but then the 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 bug came around and kind of crushed that. They changed it from six to five. My speculation is because they wanted more teams to take the player base out and spread them across new teams, make more money infrastructure for the for the Overwatch world. But as far as just the game for the gamers and stuff, right? It's not coming out anytime soon. People are losing interest because they thought it was coming out. The buzz is just not there for just regular gamers. I'm not talking about professional gamers. I'm talking about people just to play. And I feel like that's the reason they made crossplay able now after all these years because the player base is slowly getting smaller. So people are waiting in, in, in lobbies longer on PC or Xbox or PlayStation. And now they have to consolidate them so they can get more people there, right? There's, there's too many games that you have to be in the game for too many hours in order to maintain proper population numbers for these games all to survive. Right. And you have to right? remember, when it came out, <clears throat> there wasn't all these BRs. It was very, Correct. very, very, very huge population. We're all playing Overwatch, but then BRs became more popular and more popular. And then even the older gamers that were playing Overwatch kind of going went over to BR-type games. 
Yeah, I, I would think that if this game does come out, if it ever comes out, it, it'll it come would out, have but... to. It, it would have to come out during a time where other games like this that need large population numbers aren't being released. Like, it won't come out during the holidays if there's a Call of Duty or Battlefield or something else coming out. You have to have it to where some there's a lot of free time and then people get to play for some hours because do you have, don't you have to learn the characters again? Don't you have to learn the abilities again? Don't you have to learn what the what the synergies are for your teammates and which characters are good together? Like that all takes time. And gamers only have X number of hours per week to play these games. Yeah. And so if I have all these games that are sucking up time, if it's an MMO and these other BRs and things like Apex Legends, and they're just like a list of these games that you're playing for hours at a time, when am I going to have time to relearn Overwatch again? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, once again, I'm sure, I'm sure there's still some diehard Blizzard people. I don't know why, but there is. Why there's some people waiting for this game to come out, but I don't see this game coming out anytime. I don't even. What? What is the game that's supposed to come out? Is is the is the mobile Diablo out? Has that been out? They'll probably announce it this year at BlizzCon or whatever. Right. Uh, that, I mean, that whole fiasco from before was we're, we're making Diablo. BlizzCon? Everyone, every everybody said yay, but then they said it's mobile. Right? So when does that come out? Did BlizzCon already happen this year? Yeah, it's the beginning yeah, of the it, year. It came out 526. Yeah, it, it just came out. Yeah, that, that's not coming out until... There was no date for Diablo. There was no date for Diablo. Like an And that's two years ago. Date. That was that fiasco well, they, was like yeah, two or two three years, years ago. ago. When they showed it, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, what you, as, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're doing with it. Right, it's in February. They're, they're, yeah. they're hoping they're hoping for worldwide appeal, and Diablo microtransactions to propel them to do something else. Meanwhile, they've lost a good portion of their staff. Blizz, Blizzard is more a name than it is an actual studio. Activision has systematically destroyed Blizzard from the inside out with their policies and their their. I guess mentality for what they believe the game should have been instead of Blizzard making games the way they were meant to be played. Right. And because of that, we're in like this limbo state. They, they were told to have to make this and that's what they have to make. And it shows what I think is fascinating is that that in the in this industry, people's jobs are so fluid that if you really don't like where you work because they're really shitting on you or that or that just the whole work ethic of the entire development team has been destroyed that you just pick up and say no I'm going to go someplace else and I'll find a job because right. there's always another development team that's looking for good people look what happened to the people that had left Blizzard originally they started their own they started their new company well yeah, a lot I, what's of them the there's, there's like seven developers that left Blizzard and started <clears> their own <throat> new companies yeah right so yeah. it's possible to make these kind of lateral moves and I'm thankful for that because I, I hate to see the name Blizzard being abused like this because of its parent company I I, I, I always looked at Blizzard as a innovative development team who made passionate games. Right. And now we're seeing it as just a piggy bank trying to scoop up as many people as possible in order to milk the cow and then move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <clears throat> sad. Speaking of uh, picking up people and milking the cow, uh, Facebook. Okay. Facebook 100% 
subscription money deal turns Twitch streamers' heads, okay? So what Facebook is doing right now, they've announced that they were actually going to go back to the 70-30 split. But Facebook uh, has now said we're doubling down on creators, he wrote. Facebook has waived all rev share from subscriptions until 2023. Okay, he says, yep, you read that correctly. You continue to receive 100% of your subscriptions when purchased on desktop, on desktop, not mobile. Okay, so anybody that subscribes to their streamers and stuff on Facebook, any content creators over there get 100% of their of their revenue uh, coming from that, which is kind of making the waters a little rough here because now Twitch, they do a, they do a split, uh, a split. Okay, this mark is a big extension, an initiative for Facebook to kick off August of 2020 when they originally stopped taking a cut of the money creators made off of fan subscriptions. Previously, Facebook was set to resume taking a share up to 30% for 49 subscriptions back in August of or this August of 2021. Well, now they've already uh, said that they're, they're going to take that. Twitch default is 50% rate. And starting at this point, uh, the lion's share streamers on the platform, popular streamers generally get the opportunity to negotiate bigger percentages for themselves. While Facebook streaming functionality is significantly less uh, but popular than Twitch, the platform has taken advantage of the numbers, desperately paying the creators better and negotiating such partners can play licensed music during streams without uh, running afoul in the music industry. That hasn't happened on Facebook, right? Because Facebook's up batting for their for the streamers uh possible at facebook's probably possible that amazon owned platform of choice as well twitch <clears throat> twitch partner uh tweeted out response to this announcement granted that there are some caveats in order to qualify for the subscription button on facebook a page must meet eligible requirements that include 10,000 followers or 250 plus return viewers uh, and either 50,000 post engagement or 180,000 watched minutes in a prior 60 days. Alternatively, streamers can try to become Facebook gaming partners to get a sub button, although the program comes with its own eligibility requirements. In addition, uh, specifically noted that the offer only applies when subscribers are purchased on desktop. So, but it's still a huge, a huge thing, right? 80% of mobile, 80% of people that use Facebook though, are on mobile. So you're getting 20% of a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's, it's a poach method, right? You, you have to know your analytics really well to want to switch over and think that you're going to make more money. If you know a lot, a majority of your people are using mobile, then you're not going to really do well, but it's a start to try to poach people. Right. I mean, that, that shows that Facebook is looking right. Yeah. As a streamer, I don't know. I, I, as as much as people shit on Twitch, Twitch is a good platform for what this is. They don't do the things the best, and they don't have to because there's really no competition. You know what I mean? That's in, 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 in the live service uh, aspect, uh, YouTube is very hard to stream. Like we're on YouTube, um, but to find stuff on YouTube and then just just in general to find like this show, right? People don't even know like this show, and I'm and I'm fine with that. But what I'm saying is, even if they were subscribers. There's other obstacles like you get desubbed, right? Like you you lose sub or you don't get notified or you don't get stuff. There's no directory for people to like look in to try to find what they are. It's like they have to find you and they have to be part of the algorithms to find you. Where Twitch, there's a category you click on and you're like, oh, and you and and you're and you're jockeying for position inside of that, but people can still see you because they can scroll. In YouTube, there's no there's no rhyme or reason. Facebook's even harder to find somebody. Like if you don't know where you're looking or if you don't know the person that you're looking for it's not even point it's pointless trying to find someone on facebook right so you know before 
before before we uh close this out i wanted to say that i i took this last week to just start looking at twitch just seeing what games are in the top just kind of looking to see what people are doing the number one spot is now taken over by uh chat chat talks like it's just a all just different rooms of people chatting about stuff that's number one where it used to be like dota or league of legends forever the number two spot and the number two spot's been that way for a while now is still grand theft auto 5 yeah half half a million people on average number three number three was league of legends it's it's incredible yeah. to me yeah. how grand theft auto 5 is still pulling in those kind of numbers whether it be straight gameplay or rp well it's amazing to me it's amazing to me that they're still pulling in those numbers. What's more impressive is not only Grand Theft Auto with 297,000 people right now viewing. There's 189,000 people watching Minecraft. Minecraft's 12 years old. 12 years old. More than that, actually, but it's it's 12 years old. Okay? And it's number three right now. League of Legends, 160,000. Minecraft's 189,000. And just chatting is 410,000. Right? So, like, think about this, right? If it's we, crazy. If we took this podcast and just went to Twitch... And put it into the just chatting. Potentially, we would we could we could potentially have a lot more people trying to find what, what we are because we would be in the in we could be next to a person that's eleven thousand and then we have forty eight. You know what I mean? And someone looks and goes, oh, and they come on over on YouTube. I go to YouTube right now, and if I type in Generation X Gaming, I don't even think I don't even think that's if you're looking for it, right? I don't even think it'll give me my live stream number one. Oh, congratulations, it does. Okay, but that's if someone's looking for it. How do they find me otherwise? How do they find me otherwise? Yeah, you, have, you have to mail out stickers and put stuff on their cars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's amazing that Rockstar with Grand it's, Theft it's, Auto. It's amazing. It's still amazing to me. <clears throat> they're still pulling in the numbers, man. Viewers and players. Full price. Full price. It, it's still eight full year, price. Eight years later. It's still right? full price. And now they sell it's a different still... version where it's just online. You can just buy the online version. Right? It's like, what? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. <clears throat> you have to jump through hoops. Yeah, you do. It's it's absolutely. I mean, I, how many people do we have here? that I, I don't even look. We, 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 peaked, we peaked at 80 when, when uh, we, we peaked at 77, 78. Okay, and now we're back down to forty. So someone came in. When did Wolvie uh, host me? Was it at, was it at nine? No, he was here a lot earlier uh, than that. I don't I don't remember yeah, when that was. He was here earlier than that. So we, we 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 bumped up to eighty. What was that? We talked about something at that moment. Now, as the as the streamer, I got to figure out what we talked about then, and then talk about that all the time because I hit eighty. You know what I mean? It's 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 so it's so strange on 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 YouTube. Um, let me see if there's another story we can talk about here. Um, actually. Last story, okay, E3, just Xbox, Sarge. Let me hear some predictions or what you're looking for for just Xbox, right? On Sunday, what are you looking forward to from the from, from Xbox's panel? Or oh, that's in, e general, that's in general, what are you looking for through E3? Like, what are you looking for? I want, I want gameplay of Battlefield. I want actual gameplay. Tell me what. Tell me All what's right, well, in the game. Tell me, how, tell me. Tell me how. No. No. The details. Not just some guys talking on the microphone, pretending that they're in the game, and it's still just footage that they recorded earlier. I want actual gameplay, and tell me what the game does. I want mechanics. What happens? The whole thing. I want. I want the rundown. 
Uh, besides that, I want some dates, hard dates for some games that are guaranteed to be coming out. I don't care what they are. I want an actual date, physical date that says, hey, we're done with this game. It's coming out. Yeah. Right. It would be nice to see Starfield. Absolutely see Starfield. See right. it. Yeah. Not a, not a picture of Starfield, not a video of some stars, like something with Starfield. That's, Those, it. that's what I'm looking for. Everything else to me would be icing on a cake. Show me a game that's actually done and it's ready to be sold. Cool. Anybody else that tells me anything about world premiere and it's not coming out till no dates, no nothing. Don't care. Don't care. I want to see. This is my far left out. There's no proof that it's even even coming. There's a Transformer game that we talked about nine to ten months ago. Remember that? Remember I read it? It was a couple months ago, or a couple months ago, almost a year ago. I read it about the Transformers and how they describe it. Was like a mobile. It, no, it wasn't mobile. It was a, it was a regular it was a regular game, right? Okay. I want to hear anything about that. I know it's a far left thing. I don't care what develop. Like I don't know where it's going to be shown in E3. I want to hear something about that during E3. Something about Transformers. Okay. I know it's it's a far far left off field. I want to see Starfield, like you said. I want to see gameplay of Starfield, and I want a hard date. Of when it's coming out that's what i want okay i want to see fable 4 not gameplay i just want to know fable 4 is being worked on and they show some cool cinematic or whatever uh and that's what i want i want to know more about fable maybe give us a little bit of uh you know a little bit of information about that um obviously it's probably not going to come out till late next year 2023 or 2022 I would like to know, well, actually, I would like to know a little bit about Wakanda and what they're doing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Square Enix telling us something about Marvel Avengers and changing the way the game is, not just being a new area with the same shit, right? I, I know, but that's what I would like. We're asking for things I like, not, not things that are actually going to happen, okay? It's like a birthday wish. Um, I think that's it. I think that, that's, oh, oh. Battlefield 3. Battlefront 3. Battlefront 3. An announcement for Battlefront 3. Just title, boom, it's being worked on because it has to come out. You'll see. You'll it has see to Fallen come Order, out. You will see Fallen oh, Order 2 before yeah, you see Battlefront for 3. For sure. You're going to see Fallen Order 2. You're going to see gameplay, not gameplay, but like a cinematic trailer of Fallen Order 2. Yeah, you, I guarantee. I want to see Battlefront 3 quick pop up, blam, breathing. <laughs> Something along the lines of Battlefront 3 so we know it's there. Just so I can knock off the big book of bull and be like 2022 is when it's coming out. Okay, that's what I want. Those are, those are my, my E3 wants. Uh, chat, what are some of the things you want to see? Let me see. Uh, Elder Scrolls 6, not going to happen. Not going to happen. They, they You'll see Blackwood, them pitching Blackwood, even though it just came out. They want to sell that. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Man, would love to would love to see that. Would love to see that, right? I would love to see that. Everwild, that's the new Sea of Thieves or a rare rare game, right? Everwild. I think that's good. Not gonna see Elder Scrolls Six until Thirties Kids is hosting the show. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Rock Two. I think my son actually wants to do what I do, which I don't. I don't suggest. I don't suggest you lose your hair. It's very stressful. Uh, <clears throat> next money grabbing for Division. Oh, Division. Division Heartland. I would like to see some some stuff about Heartland. It's the free-to-play stuff. Um, that's a good one. 
Um, Dragon's Dogma 2, okay. Bethesda makes too much on ESO. Rockstar makes too much on Grand Theft Auto V, exactly. Eternal, Obsidian's... Oh, uh, Avowed, right? Avowed, uh, their their game. That You'll get that. You guys that want Elder Scrolls 6, you're going to get Avowed. From the from the from the people that made Fallout New Vegas and and Outer Worlds and stuff like that, right? So you'll you'll see that. I don't think you're gonna get. You think you're gonna get a, that would be a good good call, Dupless. Fallout New Vegas two, that might be interesting. That might be interesting. Yeah, but I I think I think they're working on Outer Worlds two before New Vegas two. Mm. Well, there supposedly is a is a uh, expansion or another game coming out for Outer Worlds rumored new uncharted game well there's there was two there was two expansion packs for outer worlds and that was it they said that that yeah. expansion pack was going to be it is playstation going to be showing anything during this time because uncharted is a first party title and playstation is not not going here so they're both under the same umbrella now okay oh that's true you're talking about uh fallout new vegas and stuff yes they are underneath the same yeah yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna see any kind of first party title Sony stuff. They they have their own own thing they're gonna do. They're not they're not doing an E three, so I don't think we're gonna see any of that. Unfortunately, um, if you guys want to follow along, uh, I have a website thirty install gaming dot live. Um, you can see it right here. Um, we have the live show. Look, there we are. It's live. The live show. Hey, look at that. It's 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 there. Look at us. We're there. We're live on the internet. Um, there's more people watching on my website right now than on YouTube. Oh, wait, it's the same. You can click on a schedule right here, right? If you click on this big E3, I did it just for Giant because Giant couldn't find it earlier. Okay. So I put a giant thing. It says click below for all E3 news so far. You click on this link right here and voila. Okay, there's the schedule of all the stuff that we'll be covering. We have the Battlefield that we already saw. There's the Battlefield reveal trailer. There's the Summerfest, and there's the Summerfest full stream. And then below that, you have all the videos. All the videos that we saw today that are worthwhile watching. I'll be, mind you. Okay, they're all there. So you got 4, 8, 12, 16, 20 trailers to watch a bunch of stuff there on one site you don't have to go across youtube and trying to find all of them for you i've put them nicely in one spot for you uh so you could find them nice and easily right here uh tomorrow 11 o'clock in the morning we're gonna watch new world showcase with jeff Keeley and Summerfest on day two we're gonna go over the netflix shows at 2 p.m tomorrow we're going over the coke prime time at 3 p.m uh tomorrow as well and then 4 p.m ign expo uh tomorrow now i'm doing this all by myself if sarge wants to join me he's more than welcome to but i think he works uh i'll be i'll be covering all of this tomorrow you guys can on twitch i'll be covering e3 across twitch all weekend long i'm covering every single day friday saturday sunday uh i'm putting massive hours in to discuss show and put everything together for you all on one website so you can find all the stuff. Uh, so if you miss anything, you can come just to my website and find all the stuff in one nice little location so you guys don't have to scour the internet for a bunch of articles and different clips and different things. I'm doing that for you. Uh, so if you like that, give a thumbs up. Please like, share, and subscribe over here on YouTube. Uh, other than that, I do appreciate everybody 
coming out. That's two, episode 266 is in the can. We do appreciate you very much. Uh, please make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Make sure you follow the show. It's also on Twitter, Generation X Gaming, if you want. Uh, but the best part is make sure if you like to go above and beyond, you help us out here. You can either be a member over here on YouTube or you can be a Prime member or a subscriber over on Twitch. Being a Prime member or a subscriber helps us out. You can join our Discord. Our Discord's wide open for everybody. But if you'd like to help out, it opens up all the other categories for you if you like to have conversations. It's a small community. We're less than 200 people right now uh, over on Discord. But it's a very well... Uh, I, I love having conversations with all of you, and I do appreciate you all coming out for these shows. I hope you enjoy this podcast and everything else that we do over on 30 and Still Gaming. Don't go anywhere. Because after this is done, you're going to get redirected at 10.15. It starts. Uh, I'm going to boot up my Xbox. We're going to play some Blackwood tonight from Elder Scrolls Online Expansion. And I'll see you guys then. Take care. Take care, guys. Oh, that's not it. There it is. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience... Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.